7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! CPAC, more like C-crap. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, worldwide radio for humans. That's right. Big Nazi rally going on this week, everybody. Uh, Mm. (laughs) Yeah, um, and I'll tell you what. I want to say something real quick about Mike Pence. About that stupid, crooked, fake Christian piece of shit. All right? Mike Pence got up there and basically called the Democrats a bunch of death mongers because we want to we want to actually fillet babies and cook them uh, after oh, they've been God. born, you know. And uh, you know nothing about you know oh well baby born with a brainstem um, what are you gonna do with that you know uh, I, 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 I don't even want to get into the ins and outs of of this whole thing but. Let me just point something out to to Pence and all the Trump cultists out there is that I want to know how many people that Trump adopted. How many people did Pence adopt? Adoption is rife in our family on the left and the right politically. All right. My wife was adopted. Her siblings were adopted. My nieces and nephews were adopted by my sister. Um, my, uh, my sister was adopted by my father uh, because he's not her her birth father all right so and susan and i in our lives have decided that you know we if we you know uh, if everything was okay you know we would have a kid even though we weren't planning on having a kid right um and the supreme court is in your fucking favor right now you dick bags why haven't you done something to end what you refer to as baby butchery. You know what? It's because we don't revel in it. We don't revel in it. It's a medical procedure. You fuckers do. You fuel your machine, your fundraising machine, with all of those things that you call dead babies. You're the ones who revel in this. It is your culture of death, if you want to refer to it as that. It belongs to you, especially you, Mike Pence, and you, Donald Trump, because I don't see any fucking adoptions in your family. And you're never going to do a thing to change abortion. You just use it to smear us and use it to, to make money. You've done nothing. You've done nothing except try to defund Planned Parenthood. And that, by default, makes you part of the culture of death because you want to see women die who can't get the treatments they need from Planned Parenthood. Fuck them. So, you know, uh, so so anyway, I just I just wanted to say that I almost got audio from that, but it made me so fucking mad 
that I just was like, I'm just going to say something about it. You can, you know, seriously, pansy, greasy, ugly little troll. You can just fucking go straight to hell with your fake Christian bullshit about how you're worried about, oh, the babies. Because you're not. You'll never do a fucking thing. What, why isn't their Supreme Court doing anything? Because it's all fucking lies. It's all lies. They'll never do a thing about it because it greases the wheels of their fucking fundraising machines. And on that note, welcome to the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hi there. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> my God, first off, I do not disagree with you. Um, and second off, I, I've been I've been watching from afar the... The, the events at CPAC, and um, I've never been a fan of conservatism, so I've never been a fan of CPAC. But CPAC started, I think it was 1974, and its first, its first um, uh, speaker, what is yeah. it, like the first big person, mm-hmm. was Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Okay. Now it's now it's this dilt. Is, this is kind of important because it was Ronald Reagan, and there were people there like Lee Atwater, who was never a fine person. Yeah, and we can argue about Ronald Reagan, but this CPAC has really become, um, ultimately like a cultish fringe, um, mm-hmm. political meeting. Oh yeah, it used to have some legitimacy. I mean, you know, their straw polls used to include Ronald Reagan, Jack Kemp. Um, sure. <clears throat> George Bush, Ron Paul, Mitt Romney, and and now what? Now, this has just turned into a cult. It really has turned into a cult meeting, and it's it's disgusting. It is, and uh, and thank you for letting me vent about Pence. But and of course, welcome Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi there, buddy. I don't know what your problem is with Bob Pence. He's a nice guy. <laughs> oh, no! Joe Biden! <laughs> oh, Joe. man. Joe, did you not uh, watch CPAC, buddy? Uncle Joe. <laughs> not, not this Joe. Uncle Joe. Did you not see him just call us the, the culture of death? I killed a couple babies myself just this morning. Oh, jeez. They were oh. cockroaches. Did you slice them up and fillet them? <laughs> yes, and I, I wear fry. I wear this muzzle just like. Uh, My God, <laughs> they become a death cult. Yeah, yeah. They're crazy. They're, no, yeah. Oh, crazy. Death Did you see that? It's like an undercard at a at a boxing match. Like the CPAC of today, boy, it's really fallen a long yeah. way. Yeah, that was yeah. my point. I mean, they really have some, some like, not even B talent. They have some C. T- when you have to scrape up Sebastian Corka to tell us about hamburgers. I didn't realize. Ooh. Now, see, watching CPAC does, does enlighten you. Yeah. Um, I did not realize that despite the millions of people, the millions of his own citizens that Stalin killed... <laughs> That the whole thing was about taking away hamburgers. Hamburgers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to that. That was the ultimate dream. We'll get. That was we'll the get, ultimate dream. We'll get to that momentarily. But I just want to. Do you guys uh, remember show two you... years ago when the big controversy was Milo Yana? Yep, Yippieapolis. 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 Yippie
Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, thank God he's fallen off the face of the fucking earth. Um, uh, but, uh, Michelle Malkin hasn't, uh, they, they, they pulled her out of the, the cesspool and <laughs> propped her up on stage. Uh, just so everybody knows, just so, uh, you know, uh, since us, us Dems are the culture of death, I guess we should appreciate this, right? Cities have metastasized and both parties are to blame. What? That's not the important and yes, part. I'm looking at you, retired Paul Ryan. And yes, I'm looking at you, Mitch McConnell. And yes, oh. I'm looking at you, Bush family. And Wait yes, I'm it. looking at you, the ghost of John McCain. What? Standing ovation. And we're the culture of death, but they all stood up and clapped for a guy whose corpse is barely warm in the ground. They could stood wow. up and applauded uh, that, yeah, I'm looking at you, the ghost of John McCain. Really? Both, both parties. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's <laughs> going to be, that's nothing compared to what I'm going to say when Trump's in the ground. Michelle Malkin. Of natural causes, of course. Or unnatural, considering his diet. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. Weren't, weren't the Bush family, wasn't, weren't they their, like, neoconservative... Oh, my God. They all had... Michelle dreams? Malkin loved them. Loved the Bush family. Loved the Iraq War. Oh, my so God. Now, the bushes are too liberal for them. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, oh, this is this is crazy. This because, is crazy and scary and culty. Yeah. So so yeah, we're the culture of death, but the 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 recent death, relatively recent I, I consider a recent death a year or two, you know. And it hasn't been even a year for John McCain, right? Wasn't it just last summer? It was, it was August. It was August. Yeah. Because I yeah. remember okay. we were on vacation in Florida when they had the funeral yeah. so, for John McCain and Aretha Franklin at the same time. So, which was uh, kind of a head flip for me. Yeah. So we're the culture of death, yet they stand up at their, their political action conference. CPAC is essentially... That is that that is the 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 uh, the uh, the whole. It's it, it's only a step away from the Republican National Convention. You know, this yeah, is where their yeah, platforms are formed. This is where their brain trusts evolve and come up craft ideas. And everybody in that room, and I'll tell you what, there were a lot of empty seats for Michelle Malkin, but still, everybody that was in that room stood up and cheered when talking about a dead member of their own party cheering because I, she I, she I, disgraced I'm disgraced a dead man um and you know i know there are a lot of people out there who absolutely despise john mccain bush, and everything Poppy he bush stood for and i did dead too by the way yeah also that but you know but she didn't say the ghost of you know. No, that's true. You're right. You know, she said the ghost of John McCain. That's, I mean, really the ghost of? 
So basically, you're 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 yelling at the spirit, the invisible, disembodied uh, presence of John McCain. Go shake your fist at a cloud next. That might help. But they're cheering. They're cheering. Uh, uh, the uh, essentially uh, smearing a dead man. You know. Did Megan McCain say anything about that? I haven't. I I don't know if it happened before or after she was on the air, and I haven't been to her Twitter or anything. So. Um, but anyway, um, you know, that's what happened. Also, uh, it, it was teased earlier. Um, unfortunately I didn't get any dilk for anybody. Of course, diamond and silk. Um, oh, they were there too. Oh. Yeah, dil- dilk was a big headliner for day one. They put oh. Glenn Beck on, I think today at like six forty five <laughs> for like seven minutes or something like that. <laughs> I mean, prime time, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. It was some fucking ridiculous. It was like a fifteen-minute slot, super early in the morning on on the main stage, the grand ballroom or whatever. Um, <laughs> you couldn't even get your cream cheese on your bagel. <laughs> no, no. So, Jeez. um, but yeah. So, but uh, uh, Seb the Nazi Gorka, Gorky Pig, as I like to call him. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he talked about the dangers of, uh, uh, you know, and, and it's like, you know, we're not just Democrats. We're like Stalinists now we're, we're Stalinists, right? Mm-hmm. I think he needs oh to look God. up what Stalin did. Um, because I think, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So l- listen to this. According to the amazing victims of communism Memorial foundation, they did a poll last year in which they found that 52% of American millennials would like to live in a socialist or communist America. That, yes indeed, boo. Yeah, yes, indeed, I hate roads. I hate sewer. 44 zero Democrat communist America. Uh, candidates Bill. in the last midterm election called themselves socialists. That is oh, why no. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez oh. has introduced the Green New Deal, which is, which is, remember this one, use it, it's a watermelon. Green on the outside, deep, deep red communist on the inside. They want to take your pickup truck. They want to rebuild your home. They want to take away your hamburgers. This is what Stalin dreamt about but never achieved. You are on the front lines of the war against communism coming back to America under the guise of democratic socialism which is just a PC term for communism. I want everyone to take to heart Donald J. Trump is never going to let it happen. And as he said to Congress, America will never be a socialist country. Didn't Stalin kill a bunch of communists? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there was Um, a bunch. And he never did home renovation. Never. Uh, no, yeah. We want to. I totally <laughs> no. want to come in and rebuild Although, your house, Trump cultist. I want to redo your trailer. I, I want to put solar panels on your trailer. Can, can, you see, wait a second, guys. 
Did you notice how Gorka went from, you know, democratic socialism to communism? And yeah, and he threw in same Stalin. Same thing. Same thing. Same are thing. not the same thing. Exactly the same. They're not they're the all, same thing. And they're all people, green on the outside, red on the inside. Which is a watermelon, and that's kind of racist. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, and don't think that the, it, it that uh, I I miss that too because you know another thing too is the, they like to make the Oreo comment about Obama too, you know. Yes, I mean um, that is like you know that subtle. No, subtle with Gorka. Yeah. That's says, racism. Yes. That's really, that's dog whistle shit. Yeah, Theo said Stalin killed a bunch of everybody. Um, but they did, he, he also killed hamburgers. Um, yeah. Hamburgers. No. Not, didn't, yeah, that didn't watermelon happen. thing really Nobody... did bother me. When I heard about this earlier, I had to think about this. And I was like, that didn't, it didn't sound right. It didn't, well, obviously it didn't sound right, but it didn't feel right to me. And then I kind of went into like the deep dive and, and it comes down to that whole, you know, black people want their free cell phones mm-hmm. and black people want the handouts and, you know, yeah. minorities want us to give everything. Sure. That was racism. That was really dog whistle shit with yeah. the watermelon comment. Sure. Or, you know, or going back to the Reagan uh, Limbaugh welfare queen assault on yeah, African-American the, the women. Yeah, when, uh-huh. when you know, in all actuality, uh, white men are the greatest recipient of uh, food assistance in this country, everybody. Uh, and by the way, and their their food assistance is in grave danger right now because of Trump's policies. So the Trump cult, you're going to suffer. You're going to lose some food stamps. Pretty sure they'll um, still be able to get hamburgers. Still be able to get way, hamburgers. Who, who I mean, wants to bring who wants to bring back the Soviet Union? Who was that guy? Who was that guy that wants to bring back the Soviet Union? Hmm. Um, Putin? Putin. Yep. Putin. They all love him. Right? Vladimir Putin. They love him. Right? Yeah. Right? And Putin, they love Putin, and he's the one that wants to bring back socialism this, again. to Russia. He must bring back the Soviet Union. He's gray on the outside and red on the inside. Jeez. He's gray on the outside and gray on the inside. This, yeah. this really, Kenny made a joke about it years ago, and we've talked about it, but I'm telling you, this is a cult. Mm-hmm. The Gaylord it, it, National yeah. Hotel in National Harbor is holding a cult convention as we speak. Yeah. But you know, they don't even make any sense. I mean... Either. becomes communism, and, and, and uh, we, we love... But we love communist dictators who kill people, mm-hmm. and then we say they didn't even know about it. Um, you know, I mean, it, they don't even make any fucking sense anymore. No, they, they don't, don't like try. Ramble. They don't even try. They don't e- no, not even so, an attempt at some historic perspective or anything. They just, whatever comes to their garbage mouth comes out of their garbage mouth. Yeah, and they, they don't believe I mean, any of this we, stuff. Yeah. They just want the dumb people to believe this stuff. Pence, All you want to do is say yeah, because the people on top so, get rich. Uh, they get rich off of the people who paid good money to sit in that audience, and I think it's important to point out that the people who are sitting in those audiences for all of those panels, every damn one of them, are just regular people who said, "Hey, hey, hey, Karen, you want to go to CPAC this I year? I want to go see spend my our hero. vacation." 
yeah, you know, let's spend our vacation money and let's go to National Harbor in D.C. Yeah, yeah, because I won't have these two teeth by next year. Yeah, Maybe have a ham. You have a hamburger. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I, and I want to get to the the hamburger thing. I, I, you know, in, in the house oh. renovating and the pickup truck thing and everything. Okay. Ideally, if the Green New Deal were to go forward, and mm-hmm. if if progress is to be made and resources are to be, I don't know, cherished instead of wasted. Um, ideally. People would eat less beef. People would, and you know what? And I'm all for eating less beef because dietary issues. And you know what? Most people out there, in, in you know, a, a lot of people really fucking should cut back on the red meat intake because your heart's going to explode, right? Um. Uh, so, so oh, taking away my hamburger? No, no, no. This is, you know, like there, there's that new new product out which I really like the the um, that new hamburger that everybody's talking about so damn much. Um, I, I've had it a few times. The it's like the Wonder Burger. I forget what it's called. The I can't remember. It's it's is it, it's all, is it the one that's basically not meat but tastes like meat and it's created in a lab? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You've had it. I've had it. Yeah, it's available in a lot oh, of different wow. places. Um, so okay. uh, somebody will put it in the chat room. Um, but yeah, it's, a uh, it's a really good burger. Um, and I'm happy because if I could, I would eat hamburgers every day. I would eat steak every day. I would eat red meat. I would eat beef stew. I would eat every fucking piece of red meat I could get my hands on Yeah, well, because I, I love it. Too. I love it. I don't want, want to see that taken away from anybody, but I'll tell you what, I can't eat it. You know, I can't eat it because, you know, there's, you know, medical histories and plus I have gout and I can't have it, you know, and the whole thing about, you know, the trucks and everything, it would be nice to have more vehicles, hopefully not Teslas that explode, um, <laughs> but, you know, it would be nice to, to, you know, get off of, you know, the, this huge uh, Saudi, you know, OPEC, uh, you know, terror uh, machine uh, uh, from the oil industry, you know? It would be nice. It would be nice to get away from that. It would be nice to not have fucking wars over oil. It, it, you know, uh, I'm sorry if you if you are so dumb that you voted for Trump and think that me saying I would like us to become less dependent on Middle Eastern oil and oil as a whole because that's the only way because of OPEC, that's the only way it's ever going to happen. And, you know, is to go to different energy sources. And what's wrong with that? Well, I love the smell of emissions in the morning. I mean, you yeah. know, you know, Sarah Palin said that at some fucking idiotic motorcycle rally one time. I don't want anybody to have their cars taken away. It's like, I just don't want a fucking, fucking shitload of pollution in wars, in death, in destruction. In the rebuild, uh, we want to rebuild your houses. We don't want to touch your fucking houses. We want to build new housing that is more sustainable with solar and wind and you know hydro. Uh, I, I don't know if hydroelectric is really a thing for housing, but thermo. Uh, you know, uh, uh, um, what do you call that? The geothermal stuff. Right. This can be right. done, and it can be done cheaply and uh, efficiently and effectively. We don't want to come. Yeah, I mean, maybe programs could be available to help rich retrofit your house. 
you know, uh, the Obama administration had a, a thing going on where they would uh, pay to have you paint your roof white in, you know, certain um, areas of the country. Because, you know, it, it, oh. uh, you, you would have to run your air conditioning less if you paint your roof white. Um, you know, so... You know, here's the thing. Can I just jump in quickly? Because you are so on point. What kills me about this, everything that you just mentioned, every single thing that you just mentioned, not only helps the environment, not only helps us get off of fossil fuels, it helps the climate. And all of those programs help to save money for the mm -hmm. regular average American worker. Yeah. But as soon as you say climate... These idiots in the cult react knee-jerk to, oh, it's global cooling, it's not global warming, why don't you make yeah, up your mind it, what you're going to call it, you know? And so, because they're so fucking brainwashed. And, uh, oh, thank you, President, it's the Impossible Burger. I've had that a few times. My, the place I work sells it and a few other restaurants in the area. You got to make sure they I'm don't over... try that. You got to make sure they don't overcook it. I mean, it is not exactly like a hamburger but damn it it is about the closest veggie burger i've had you know soy burger i've had because it actually okay. bleeds it actually bleeds it has like juice in it you know so um i'm getting hungry thinking about it actually i'm not oh. I, I ate mac and cheese um but yeah i mean this isn't i mean to, to reduce this to Democrats just want dead babies. They want to steal your truck. They want to take your hamburgers, and they want to they want to burn down your house and put up a a temple to Satan. You know. By the way, Hail Satan is out on Netflix now. I think or soon, and it's about about the uh, Satanic Church versus uh, uh, where was it in Wyoming or something like that, where they were fighting against the Ten Commandments, where they put up their statue. Um. But uh, yeah, there's a documentary out about that. It looks really fun. Um, and uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it, 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 they're just that reductive about everything, and and it's so maddening to me. You know, to to be so simplistic about something like that, to lump all Democrats in is you're nothing but a bunch of godless baby butchers, you know. And I swear to yeah, God, didn't they say something about we take babies home after an abortion and kill them or something stupid like well, that? Well, Rick Santorum uh, carried around a dead baby for a uh, while. Yeah, he, he did. He he legit did. Yeah. I I don't. They become a death cult. Yeah, I I agree. Well, and, and then and then they cheer the ghost of John McCain and we're the death cult. Yeah, that's it's disgusting. I did not agree with John McCain on ninety percent of things, but I certainly didn't cheer his death, and no. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I'll say this about John he was, McCain: he was a patriot. He could actually, he could actually be funny from time to time. John McCain could yeah. actually be funny from time to time, but he was kind of an awful person when it came to his politics. Um, yes. You know. And by the way, I did look into it. Um, I see no comment from Meghan McCain on Twitter about what Michelle Malkin said mm. about her father. So Meghan McCain can go eat a bag of dirty socks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Theo says, I'll stick with my garden burgers, but thanks for that tip, Kenny. Um, yeah, I, I like the garden burgers, too. Don't get me wrong. I like 
I like a wide variety. There is not a lot of food I won't eat. There are a few exceptions to the rule. One of them is okra. And I probably wouldn't eat animal testicles. I might yeah, try them. Yeah, eating. Yeah, mammals. I might try them. I just watched my favorite uh, cook on YouTube, Emmy Made in Japan, made little uh, deep fried uh, nut nuggets. <laughs> um, and she said they were pretty good, but she'd rather probably rather have chicken. So I'll just have chicken instead. Um, but um, but yeah. So and, Joe, you want to add something real quick before we go to break? We're done You'll with take CPAC my pickup truck out of my cold, dead driveway. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, out from underneath my cold, dead butt. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, really. I mean, you know, hamburgers. I want hamburgers. This is, this is kind of a bigger argument that they. That they do you remember when they used to make when Michelle? Um, oh, what's her name? Michelle. Bachman. Bachman. Michelle Bachman was having a big ass hissy fit about um, LED lights. Oh my God! Do you remember mm. that? Mm. Yeah. This is the same damn thing. Oh, it's like Except her about on a bigger scale. It's her about the 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 HPV vi- uh, vaccine too. Um, and that. And oh, I met a woman, and it made her daughter retarded. Yeah. She fucking yeah. said, made her daughter mentally retarded. Did you talk to a doctor yeah. about that? No, that's what she told me. It made her mentally retarded. Really, yeah. you're just going to yep. keep saying those for that phrase, Michelle. It's and just, that it's... mother was your mother. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, anyway, I'll allow it. Uh, let's go to break. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's go to break. Uh, we'll be back with more turn up the night. And I'm sorry for using the R word, uh, but I was I was literally quoting, uh, you know, paraphrasing. She used that phrase. Michelle uh, Bachman did that. But anyway, break time. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's your name 
Kiss you in the mouth. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And I want to say something real quick. I don't, I generally despise buys reality tv and like talent you know america's got talent or the voice or american idol or any of that shit but i gotta say i was thoroughly entertained by the masked singer and so was susan i don't know if anybody knows what the concept is behind the show but basically they take a bunch of like d-list celebrities and put them in costumes and they go out and they compete to see who is the best singer and then at the end of every show they unmask uh these different celebrities and it was really a fun show. I mean, it, it is a little tiresome with the stretching things out like they do in reality TV, which I fucking hate. Um, but I actually guessed, uh, I guessed, I think three of the different celebrities that were on there. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess the Peacock. I don't want to spoil it in case anybody wants to go back and watch it. I think I guessed the Peacock. Um, I sort of kind of guessed the Alien. And kind of the unicorn and oh no the poodle I I think I kind of guessed the poodle, um, huh? I said that Susan's like I didn't get that. I said the name among I said like three different names and the name that I said was in there. But anyway, but there's some pretty cool halfway decent celebrities on it. Uh, but anyway, have you guys seen anything about that? Rain or Joe? Yeah. I, and I've been tempted to watch it because I think that the costume design is amazing. Yeah, it really is. The costume design is very fun. And, uh, you know, it, it, it is, it's just, it, it's a cooler concept to try and recognize a famous person's voice, I think, than, you know, just being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go up. And and, and and it's cool, too, because some of the songs they picked were actually kind of neat to hear, like, different, especially, like, older performers sing. Um, but yeah, I totally, I nailed the peacock like early, early on in the show. So, um, and I think some pretty easy clues. Um, but anyway, uh, cat says she got the peacock, the rabbit, the raven and the unicorn. Um, I kept thinking the raven was, was Vicky Lawrence, but, uh, it wasn't, I'll just say that. I'm not going to spoil it. Spoiler. um, but anyway, it's not Vicki Lawrence. Uh, so anyway, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, and, uh, and I had a really good idea on the pineapple. Uh, so, um, but, uh, but anyway, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. Hi. And, Hi. uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. You do realize that you just admitted on live radio. That you yeah. nailed a peacock. Yes. Uh, yeah, I nailed the peacock. Too, Joe. Uh-huh. <laughs> if if the peacock you know consented, might, you, you, you know, he you really wasn't do? my type, though. You want? You know what you want to do? You want to hmm. you get yourself you, you a want, tape recorder. Wanna, uh, get, a, get yourself a tape recorder <laughs> and tape yourself for an entire day. You might want to uh, listen to your phrasing. Okay, you know, you know what you do? You you buy yourself a tape recorder. You just record yourself for a whole day. I think you're going to be surprised at some of your phrasing. Oh. What a mistake of the maker. Yeah. <laughs> if the so. peacock said yes, there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. Yeah. And uh, Belua 
Uh, Bay Lewis said uh, uh, he got one, and um, Michelle said she loved it, and she got the pineapple. So, and uh, but yeah, so so it's good. So a few people like that. A few people like the show. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, the 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 peacock. So uh, Robin Thick was convinced that it was uh, the peacock was weird uh, Weird Al Yankovic, and it's like. I know Weird Al Yankovic's voice. He has a good voice, but there is no mistaking Weird Al's voice. You know, I'm a pretty big fan of him, and and I don't think he could ever disguise the certain elements to his voice. Um, and uh, and honestly, I even think just his manner of speaking, even if he was like pitched up like they did for all the other celebrities, um, the uh, the. There was, uh, I don't think there's any way, I think you'd be able to tell, unless he really put on a, a, a show. But anyway, it's been renewed, so I'm looking forward to the next season. Um, so, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and, and keep on trucking. We're going to start on, uh, I think we should probably start on the, Man, what what do we want to start with first? I have probably just about equal parts Cohen audio and Auto Warm Beer North Korea audio. Oh, it's going to carry do. over into the next segment. Let's do. Let's start with. Uh, let's uh, let's start with Trump's press conference uh, j- in beer? North Korea. In North Korea, yeah, we'll start with the warm beer stuff and carry that over uh, with Bobber, and then uh, and then in the last hour we'll get to the. Cohen hearing stuff. So uh, Jim Acosta commenting on Trump's North Korea presser. This is kind of a long clip, but let's listen to this. I think we have to point out the obvious, which is the president steered clear uh, largely during this news conference uh, of the White House press corps and was instead... uh, I want to pause it right there and say, and Laura Ingram attacked Jim Acosta on Twitter for whining about talking to the foreign press, and and he said... Of course, a Fox News propagandist would side with the Russian and Chinese uh, media outlets over American <laughs> media. Oh, he nailed her. It was great. But anyway, continuing. Electing uh, journalists at random uh, from the other side of the room where there were foreign journalists uh, seated. He didn't even know who he was calling on. Uh, at times, he was calling on uh, reporters from Russian uh, state media, Chinese state media, uh, Sean Hannity from Fox, uh, and, <laughs> and largely just uh, avoiding taking questions from the I, I love that too because he put, uh, he, he wow. just put, he, he put, he set it up there for somebody to go to come after him about it because he mentioned Fox News in the same breath with Chinese and Russia state media. So that was wow. pretty good. Good for you, Akasa. Look at you, you clever man. White House press corps, I think that was by design. That was because he didn't want to really answer the questions about Michael Cohen. Uh, one question out of this entire news conference about Michael Cohen was asked of the president and as you heard there in that in that comment you just played a few moments ago uh the president referring to the michael cohen testimony as a fake hearing uh and the president was also cherry picking uh what he liked from michael cohen's testimony uh basically saying that he was lying all the way through uh his entire hearing except for the part where he said uh that the president uh according to the president uh was not guilty of any kind of uh, collusion with the russians uh and so it, it was a very you know sort of trumpian response uh to all of that and you know i I think when it, when you talk about 
what happened with the North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un and the, and the summit falling apart here in Hanoi, uh, the president, president was a, a bit more candid about it. Uh, he was saying uh, that basically he wanted to walk away from the negotiating table, that Kim Jong-un wanted basically all sanctions lifted uh, in exchange for some drastic reductions to his nuclear program, and the president said he just wasn't willing to do that. You know, one of the questions that I think could have been asked during this news conference and, and wasn't asked, and I think it'll be something that's asked going forward, is that the president now for the second time has surrendered some of the credibility of the United States, surrendered some of the credibility of the president of the United, presidency of the United States uh, in exchange for sitting down with a dictator who he claims to be a very good person and so on, but walking away from these negotiations really empty-handed. And, and perhaps the most striking and, and bizarre moment of this news conference is when he gave Kim Jong-un really a pass on the death of the American uh, auto warm beer, uh, at one point saying that uh, Kim Jong-un felt badly about uh, the death of auto warm beer. And so he really seems to take the word of, uh, of uh, the North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un uh, when it comes to just about any question uh, uh, you know, that, that came up during, during this news conference. And I think that is perhaps uh, part of the reason why he's willing to hold yet another uh, summit with uh, Kim Jong-un, although, as you heard there towards the end of this news conference, he said uh, that may not happen for quite a while. It might be, you know, uh, twice bitten, one shy uh, the next time around, eh? uh, Christiane and Jim. He, he may not be willing to go down this road because he knows he's, he's <laughs> surrendering some of that stature to, to be standing on the same stage, sitting at the same table with a brutal dictator and really not uh, showing much for it. Um, mm -hmm. But in the end, you know, the president tried during this news conference to, to steer clear of these Michael Cohen questions. Those are all going to be waiting for him uh, after his long trip back to Washington. All right. So we're really not quite getting to the warm beer stuff yet, but I, I, some important things there is the, the, he, he mentioned talking to Sean Hannity, right? And of course, by the way, you got nothing out of this Trump. You got nothing out of this. And it, forgive me if I'm mistaken, no, I'm so I'm being very sarcastic right now, um, but the Trump cultists all told me repeatedly they were clucking, they were clucking like a spring chicken, saying, "Oh, well, Trump's already taken care of the the nukes, and you know, no more nukes, bark, bark, no more nukes at North Korea, bark, bark." <laughs> they all said that they were like, "No, no, their program, their program is done." You're, they're disarming. It's over. It's done. It's fini. Kaput. <laughs> you know? Compliado. No mas. <laughs> yeah, no mas. It, but he had to go back for another summit. And then, um, then, uh, crazy or crazier hair. Who's crazier hair? Kim or, or Trump? I don't know. Equally equal. crazy it's hair. Equal. Yeah. Stormed off. You know? Because uh, you know they they wanted all sanctions lifted, and I have a question. Yeah, when he mentioned Sean Hannity, mm -hmm. did Sean Hannity go to this? Yeah, he was riding a scooter around. Yeah. Remember? I yeah, didn't. He was I, a scooter. No, yeah. I I really wasn't <laughs> sure of this. So he was there with the press, with the American press. Yes. Even mm -hmm. though yeah. he has said, "I am not a journalist." Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Just I didn't. I really didn't know the Hannity was yeah. over. And, and, and uh, I'm surprised. Can we call him the, uh... Hanoi Hannity? Yeah, Hanoi Hannity. Yeah, there you go. 
Hanoity. I'm surprised you didn't see the picture of uh, him taking that uh, Uber motorcycle no, from the I airport. Miss, you know, here's here's the thing, Joe and Ken. Yeah. I have been spending my afternoons in my art studio. I, I know. I'm so proud of you, actually. I'm, I'm really, I, really happy. <laughs> so it's not that I'm out of the loop on the big news. Mm-hmm. I'm not as into the finer minutiae. So please, you know, understand when I ask these questions. I yeah. did not know he was there. Nice. Yeah, so. yeah. But it, it for good reason, though. That's good. But anyway, um, Hannity, uh, it was called on. And we have the audio. We have the audio from Hannity being called on, and it's like, and I really want to know how do you how do you fillet a tiny tiny mushroom from fo- from so far across the room? I can um, answer that. Very Hannity carefully. has no gag reflex. Ah, okay. But I'm saying it's like a long distance, and it's because his tongue is really swollen because he's got syphilis. <laughs> so the tongue only has to go halfway up into his mouth, and that's it. Oh wow, syphilitic Sean. Hanoi Hannity. I'm gonna. Uh, all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. Oh my Sorry. god. Okay, okay. Uh, I will. I will spend less time in my studio. No, it's all right. Uh, but uh, so yeah, listen to this, Trump. We walked away. We walked away. I walked away. I had. To, I walked away from this talking to Hannity. But then at the end, wait for it. Sometimes you have to walk. And we'll see, but we had to uh, walk away from that particular suggestion. We had to walk away from that. For this particular visit, we decided that we had to walk. Mr. President, thank you. Mr. Secretary, good to see you. Um, Mr. President, if you could elaborate a little bit more. Um, We have some history. President Reagan walked away in Reykjavik. A lot of condemnation at the time. And it it ended up working out very well in the end for the United States. Was this mostly your decision? Or, and what message would you want to send? Uh, Oh my God. How is this happening? How is this happening? Hannity from across the room is saying, Oh, Mr. President, do you remember when Reagan walked away from Ricky Avec? And, and, you know, and, and Trump's probably, Oh, no, I don't. What are you talking about? Yeah. A Rayovac, isn't that a battery? Um, uh, and, you know, and he's, <laughs> you know, he's spoon feeding him. He's spoon feeding him, saying, Oh, and oh, Mr. President, it was such an awesome moment for, for Reagan. You think that that's probably totes what's going on here for you right now, right? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, get a room. Uh, okay, all right. Rain? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right, continuing, continuing with Hannity, uh, buttering Trump's buns. Chairman Kim, as he's listening to this press conference about the future and your relationship. Well, Sean, I don't want to say it was my decision, because what purpose is that? Oh! Uh, I want to keep oh, the relationship... Right. And we will keep the relationship. Uh, we'll see what happens over the next period of time. Okay, so if you didn't catch that, you walked away. Would you like to confirm that it was you that walked away and not not Kim? Well, I don't want to say exactly who walked away. <laughs> you fucking idiot. 
And I would walk 500 miles. And I would walk 500 miles. <laughs> Jesus so Christ. He's he's saying that he had to walk away, but he he's not saying that he walked away. Am I understanding that, Joe and Ken? Uh, he, well, he's... you know, there's still the pram. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. So, so who gets the orchid? You gotta, you gotta, you can't just like break up right before the prime. I said this in the chat room, and I still believe this, and I would like to see what happens when when we get to look back on history. But I have a very strong feeling that he walked away from this entire summit and literally turned tail and left Vietnam. Vietnam. Because he wanted to get back to the United States because of the Cohen hearings. I, I really do believe that. Well, I still don't understand why we're talking about Rayovac flashlights. Well, because <laughs> did well, I, I did Reagan did those. Reagan invent those? Reagan <laughs> Rayovac makes sense. I. Uh, getting back to their yeah, haircuts. Trump doesn't even know Rayovac. Rayovac. Go ahead, yes, Joe. Yes, Go ahead, yes, Joe. Mr. President. It's Rayovac. Yes. Joe. Um, the haircuts. Yeah. Um, Floby. Flo- <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Rayovac make the Floby? Uh, you, you get the Floby with Rayovac. It comes with batteries. With, with batteries, okay. yes. yes. Good. Good. So. Mm-hmm. Or you can oh. connect it to your convenient... Uh, uh, Ronald Rayovac cleaner. My God. Ronald or you Rayo- can get the Floby. Floby has its own vacuum that comes with two Rayovac D cell batteries. Ronald Ray Rayovac invented the ray gun. Oh I want a but ray gun. The, the Floby now has different hairstyles. You can uh, you can uh, program in, and uh, the Kim is one. No, and then the Trump Dufont. The Dufont for the Trump one? The Dufont requires uh, several attachments. Oh, yeah. It probably looks like a, it's probably like a Swiss Army knife with like a bunch <laughs> yes. of rakes, bunch of rakes and like a mm-hmm. post hole digger. And, and it's an <laughs> intricate, intricate uh, knitting pattern. Staples. It while it cuts. Do you, do you think that, you think that Sean Hannity confused mm-hmm. the Dufont with a sex toy for Trump? <laughs> is that a Rayovac in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh, now rain! Stop it! Stop it! Uh, oh my God! We made uh, progress. Instead of a mushroom cloud, there's a mushroom in my pants. Oh man, now oh. <laughs> buzzers, buzzers everywhere. Stop it! Oh my God! Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, Can't help it, but I really think that's what Sean Hannity sounded like when he went to the Hanoi Hilton. He really kind of did. He did. So um, let's see. Let's go to break now, just so we have because we're going to be shifting gears here uh, because everything's going to be. Uh, and yes, uh, it, Sean Hannity. Uh, I have audio for later. I don't want to forget. It's relatively short, but he interviewed Trump in Vietnam. After the you know the 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 fail fest was done, and uh, Hannity said something that's probably going to get him subpoenaed. By the way, 
Uh, so don't let me forget to play that later when we do the Cohen stuff. Um, but uh, at this moment, we're, we're going to go to the break. We're going to get Bobber on, and then we're going to start talking about uh, more of this uh, auto warm beer uh, thing. And um, it, it, it's sad. It's sad. I said my piece about auto warm beer uh, months ago. I, like I said, I talked to my mother about this, and I said, if I was 22 and I said I wanted to go to North Korea, what would you do? And she said she would have me institutionalized or something like that. Um, so, uh, b- because, you know, th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not, it's not a fun, wacky tourist place. It's just not. Um, so, uh, anyway... Uh, let's go to the break, uh, and when we come back, we'll get Bobber on, and we'll start talking about how Trump fucking just wrecked the clown car over, uh, North Korea and auto warm beer. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. America! Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live from CPAC. Uh, no, kidding. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, yeah, and on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Radio for Humans. Joining me as always, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's all the enthusiasm you can muster. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm so smart. <laughs> well, I was wondering how long that one would take. Uh, and of course, rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C. Uh, the Beltway Bureau. Welcome. Hi, hi, Ken. How how are you doing on your paintings? Tell us. Uh, what uh, how, uh, are, are are you doing? Singular painting, multiple projects at the same time. What are you doing right now? Singular. 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 Very I cool. um I'll upload I'll upload what it looks like right now. Oh okay. But. Uh, is it a, a, a on canvas? Or are you doing on wood or? It's on paper. It's on paper. Oh, very this cool. This one is a paper painting. I cannot Excellent. wait to start painting on wood. Are you using a water acrylics oil? 
I do a lot of stuff in acrylic. I love acrylic. Most of, most of my stuff is um, with acrylic. And I've been a lot I, of it. You know, this one is just paper and acrylic, mm-hmm. and then. Um, but a lot of my other stuff is um, paper collage with. Oh, acrylic. nice! So multimedia nice. stuff. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. I was into decoupage for a while as well. It's been cut. What's that? I'm sorry. I was into decoupage for a while as well. Oh, yeah. This is a little bit more than that, but. Well, now. I do like decoupage. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, minor stuff. I didn't do a lot. The fun thing is, is that um, literally, you know, around noon, I go downstairs. I say to Bob, I'm going to the studio. And I, I, you know, there are times when I just putter around trying to put things in place and make it. Oh yeah, I know that. It, it, oh. Yeah, yeah. I thought you yeah. would understand that. Mm. Oh, I, I love doing that. I love doing that. I actually, you know, I do. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a nerd, and I have the I'm I'm working on some custom Mego figures now, and I've been using acrylics and getting help from Miles and Michelle on like you know stuff to do repairs on them and whatnot, and using you know certain kinds of glues and things, and getting inventive on how to do. Uh, different kinds of things with like fabric and and uh you know like and paint and accessories and stuff like that and um uh yeah so it's fun and i and, and like i said i've been using my acrylics so it's good i gotta get some new stuff because some of the stuff i think got too cold in the attic and kind of separated oh. one time so uh, mike uh, these big bottles of acrylics i have are probably like 10 15 years old or older i i gotta tell you kenny i've got some acrylics that are liquitex brand that mm-hmm. are from 1985 that are still viable. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but I've got some stuff that's just not viable. And um, mm-hmm. maybe that's... at a certain point we can do an, you know, an art show. But um, yeah. I found a new brand. Um, Sil- Sin- I can't remember the name of the paint. Well, I'll tell you what. That's I found a, fucking, a new paint. A new that's a fucking awesome that I love idea. A lot. That's a fucking awesome idea. An arts and crafts show. Let's do let let's do that instead of doing a cooking special next time. Let's do an arts arts and crafts show and Miles and Michelle can help us out. Anybody else who is into stuff, sky's the limit with that. Whatever medium you work in, we'll we'll uh we'll talk about it and get advice for people who uh might be interested in doing such things. That um sounds fun. Yeah. And also joining us on the program, uh Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Bobbert der Braumeister, Washington, D.C., for Freedom's Blog. Hello, Bob. There you go. Happy Friday. Happy Yay. Friday to you, sir. So, uh, how you been, Bob? Uh, I've been actually pretty good. Been, yeah. uh, work's been a little crazy, but, um, you know, I, I managed to find time for myself. Uh, always, always, always. It has to be done. Um, and all right, so we're going to get into, um, Trump just fucking stepped in it over in North Korea, uh, when it came to the death of Otto Warm, Warm Beer, Warm Bier, uh, and, uh, I, I've got a, um, a clip here from Jim Shuto on CNN, uh, to give us a good setup on this. So uh, here we go. That moment uh, where the president referred to to the death of Otto Warmbier, a young American sent home brain dead on the brink of death uh, and died on his way home. And the president saying in so many words, he takes Kim's word 
over the word, really, of his own intelligence community. And just to, to put a point on that, let's play the president's comments when asked. He felt badly about it. Did I did speak to him. He, he felt very badly. But he knew the case very well, but he knew it later. Yeah. And, you know, you got a lot of people, a big country, a lot of people. And Jesus in those prisons Christ. and those camps, you have Not a lot a of people. Country. And some really bad things happened to Otto. Okay. All right. Really big, a lot of people, really big uh, prisons. How many American prisoners? Exactly. It, it, you know, I mean, this kid was like, what, six foot tall, uh, you know, uh, dirty dishwater blonde. Yeah, 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 you know, no, not a special case in North Korea. Um, Most importantly, he was an American. Yeah, and yes. and Kim Jong-un has a hate on for all Americans, unless you're Donald Trump. Uh, or <clears throat> fucking... I don't that. think he likes Donald Trump either. He just pretends to because he yeah. knows he can get something out of him. Yeah, it's exactly. Rodman. playing him. Dennis Rodman, he does. Oh, my God. That guy's a fucking train wreck and a half. Um, but, but how many... How, America's a big country. We've got lots and lots of prisons. How is it that uh, that doesn't... Well, I shouldn't say that it doesn't happen in our prisons. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All, all kinds of bad no, things. No, but that's happen. a good point, though. <clears throat> I mean, what Bob just said is a good point. Uh, Yes, North Korea has a lot of prisons. North Korea also pays particular attention to Americans that they have in Mm -hmm. custody. Uh, Anyway, uh, back back to this clip. Some really, really bad things. Why why are you? But he tells me he tells me that he didn't know about it, and I will take him at his word. but it's reminiscent, is it not, of the Helsinki moment where the president took the word of Vladimir Putin denying interference in the election over the word of his own intelligence committee. Uh, John Kirby, you've both in the Pentagon and at the State Department have dealt with difficult issues like this when countries abroad have, have mistreated Americans. Tell me your reaction to that. Yeah, I was quite shocked by that. I mean, look, this, we're talking about a hereditary dynasty, and as Will knows, he's been there more than anybody else. Nothing much happens without Kim Jong-un's permission, or at least his tacit understanding of what's going on. So I found that uh, quite shocking and disappointing, and I can't but imagine what the Warmbier family must be thinking when they hear something like that. Yeah. Kim Jong-un might not have known initially how Otto Warmbier was being treated, but he certainly knew about the deception, uh, that he was in a vegetative state, and that information was hidden For from the Swedish months. embassy. It was hidden from the United States up until the very last hour when Ambassador Yoon yeah. went in and brought him home on a trip. that I was actually in the country at the same time, and of course it was kept secret from us that this was all unfolding uh, until, until Otto was out of North Korea. Yeah. Uh, and, and doctors are saying that it, it appears that he was in a vegetative state for roughly 14 months. And of course, you would be able to tell because of muscle deterioration, uh, you know, potentially, you know, I, I hate to say it, but something like bed sores or, um, you know, uh, you know, you can tell when a body's been inactive for a certain, you know, certain amount of time. And if, if, if you're telling me that Kim Jong-un didn't know that one of the only Americans in prison over there, I, I don't know, at Lightning Fingers, do you want to go see if, if you can find out how many, um, that's you, Joe, um, do, do you want to go see if you can find out how many Americans, <laughs> Americans are interned in North Korea, Korea at the moment? Um, well, I do know that Americans 
are the most prized possessions yes in prisons so oh, i yeah. am sure the kim jong un knows every single one yeah. of them and another yes. thing another thing too about you know uh and i i made the same uh, i made the same uh dripping like sarcastic joke about the Helsinki summit as well is you know if there's if there's one thing Kim Jong Un is known about is, or known for is his honesty and candor you know <laughs> i mean you know uh, it, it, oh my god uh, no I, I i almost wonder if he's purposely saying this to to get people riled up and pissed off and and forget about the Cohen testimony yeah. Well, well, we're not forgetting about that. Um, <clears throat> no, but, but but yeah, yeah, it, 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 it could be. But now he's he's trying to walk it back. It, you know, um, and and he says that he was misinterpreted. Trump said he was misinterpreted. Here's Jake Tapper saying, "No way, you were oh, misinterpreted." Yeah. Ten, ten seconds. Yeah, ten seconds here. There's no misinterpretation here. It's very clear. The right. warm beers say that Kim is responsible, along with North Korea, and President Trump says. He takes Kim in his word that he wasn't. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, the well, old Kellyanne <laughs> Conway said she, that too. Oh, oh she well, tried to make it. Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say to answer Kenny's question, my quick fingers have found this. <laughs> Since 1996 to 2018, October, there have been a mere 18 American prisoners in North Korean prisons so 18. less than one a year yes one you would of those know was every... lisa ling wasn't it yes laura ling laura, laura i'm sorry yeah um yes every one of them there's only 18 in all that time which is 20 years um so you're gonna tell me that and and they're all quite notable mm -hmm. so um you're going to tell me that he didn't know? Yeah. Oh, Kim Jong-un. or un, He didn't know. Un, he knows. The, he knows. And, and they, are, they are the gold standard of, of, of prisoners. Yes. Oh, They're yeah. the ones they dangle. Who is he kidding? Yes. Mm -hmm. We know this. Trump doesn't. And I think this is really important for everybody to keep in mind. And I mean this seriously, because mm -hmm. we have been gaslit for three years now. Every single American that is held in North Korea, Kim Jong-un knows about. He knows about them. And let's not forget the terrible, terrible crime Otto Warmbier committed. Yeah, a poster. To, to get himself, he, he took a poster from his hotel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I will say this. And this was a kid. We need to keep in mind that this was a young yes, man. Absolutely. This was a young male kid whose parents should have said, was, don't you fucking dare go to North Korea. Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, and, and uh, okay, so so uh, this is, uh, there, there's a phrase, a very, very common phrase um, that applies to Otto Warmbier and... Uh, and for his parents to, you know, uh, allow this to happen, you know, it, 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 to, for him to go. If you play with fire, you're going to get burned. 
And that's exactly what happened. He went to a brutal dictatorship who relies on propaganda, who, who, who you know, to, to, you know, butcher and kill and maim and starve, uh, you know, and do every other unspeakable act under the sun. And then this guy goes over there, this American kid goes over and tr- fucks with a piece of their propaganda. Oh, no. You know, I mean, yeah. some of the other people who who went to to jail over there, I, you know, I'm assuming it's probably for other stuff and not fucking with their propaganda machine. You know, so the, you know that's something you don't do in a dictatorship is fuck with their propaganda. You know that, that and in you know I under, it, over here, you know, smack a MAGA hat off some douchebag's head, yeah. You're probably going to get locked up for a little bit, and they'll let you out for assault. Um, do that in uh, to a poster on a on a you know on a uh, on an immovable object on an inanimate object. They're gonna they're gonna do something to make sure you die, and that's exactly what they did with Otto Warmbier. Um, a, as they as a message, they killed Otto Warmbier before he was technically dead, and Trump bought that brought that body back. Knowing yeah. it was going to die once it was stateside. Oh well, well, Kellyanne Conway says uh, Otto Warmbier was rescued. Oh, it, oh wait, one. he's still alive. Isn't he still alive, Otto <laughs> Warmbier? Trump rescued mm-hmm. him. No, Kellyanne, Otto Warmbier died on Trump's watch. Yes, that's how this works. But yeah, Kellyanne from C Crap. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Bobber, tell everybody your CPAC joke or your CPAC joke real quick remember that um oh god um you'd need you would need a what to keep from whating I need a, <laughs> yes I, I need a i need a CPAP to keep from snoring all the way through the CPAC yeah there you go so thank you thank you we'll give you the, the rim shot in there kind of did a Mad Libs version of your joke there so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like <laughs> Uh-huh. We need a noun. We need a noun. Yeah. I would need a noun to <laughs> keep from verb ending in ing from verb ending in ing. Or, or yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Kellyanne Conway from CPAC being asked by Fox News about this. I don't even know who the anchors were. Somebody must be on vacation this week. Strong new reaction coming in from the parents of Otto Warmbier, calling out Kim Jong-un over their son's death. In a statement, they write, quote, we have been respectful during this summit process. Now we must speak out. Kim and his evil regime are responsible for the death of our son, Otto. Kim and his evil regime are responsible for the unimaginable cruelty and inhumanity. No excuses or lavish praise can change that. Joining us now is today's headliner, Counselor to the President, Kellyanne Conway. Joining us from CPAC. Sorry, the audio sucks on this because Pence is speaking and Kellyanne's mumbling while the applause is going on, but you'll get the gist of it here. The crowd continues to be somewhat loud there. Kellyanne, we'll try our best to get through this, but we just read the statement. God forbid you go to another room. uh, Otto Warmbier's family. Obviously, this is in response to the president in Vietnam uh, saying he takes Kim at his word over not knowing about what was happening. 
What is the White House response? I've just spoken to the president, and we talked about this very issue. The president agrees with the Warmbier family and holds North Korea responsible for Otto Warmbier's death. He has said that time and again. This president is responsible for having Otto Warmbier return to this country and uh, be reunited with his family in his final hours before he passed. But the president is talking about that Chairman Kim did not know what happened to Otto at the time of what ha- when it happened. And so, of course, he holds North Korea responsible. He has deep affection and shares the grief of the Warren Beer family. That will never end, as will not the president agreeing with the Warren Beer family that North Korea is responsible. But Chairman Kim did not know the... What the president is saying is that uh, there's no indication Chairman Kim knew what happened to Otto Warner when it happened. It's after he was returned to here to the United States that we all learned. Oh, it wasn't until he came back to the United States when we all learned. Oh, so once he got back to the, the United States, that's when Kim Jong-un realized, when a political prisoner was being yes. released. It wasn't till he would lay a touchdown on American soil that Kim Jong-un was like waiting by the television to see how Otto was. Kim was so concerned. He was so stressed out about this. He was just waiting with bated breath. I sure hope that kid's okay. I sure hope he's okay. Such bullshit. It really is. It. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, guys. Oh, my guys, God. All three of you guys. Think about this. Do you, do you really think that Donald Trump is like, yes, Otto Warmbier is going to come home alive and well and upright? Or may, he, maybe he just needs, you know, the, the, our fantastic American medical system <laughs> to, to bring him back to life. Um, you know, just, just hook him up to it, some electrodes and rebuild his, his liquefied brain. Oh my God! This yeah. is so disgusting. It really is, and and in this this whole whole thing where, where Trump, you know, there was a statement they're earlier that was released. Otto Warmbier. They are. They're, they're re-murdering. They're him. butchering him. They're butchering him. As much as they care about you know all those you know non-viable fetuses, um, you figured they'd have a little more respect for what actually happened. And Kellyanne said. She, this president was responsible for bringing him home. No, he wasn't. Somebody started shitting bricks and said, he's dying. We don't want him dying in North Korea. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's what they said. Because North Korea has doctors. They're probably not exactly the greatest doctors, but they can tell when somebody's dying because people have been dying for a long time. There's something so stinky about this thing. So incredibly stinky. I'm not even trying to be funny. There's something really stinky about this. Yeah. Because I kind of have a feeling that once Trump got into office, North Korea was like, here, have this dead body. Oh, he's not quite dead yet. Oh, he was rescued. I'm not dead yet. I don't want to go on the cart. No. <laughs> I feel happy. Sorry. But you will be by the next collection. Um, yeah, it's we're not gonna disgusting. we're not gonna play those clips, um, no, you know. And I feel I feel um, horrible for this this kid, but but the the one well, thing like in Trump's said, one of one of Trump's statements over again. Yeah, one of Trump's statements. He was like, "Oh, I totally think about him all the time. I totally no. like just the other day I was thinking about 
uh, him because I really, I think I love him and and I feel bad and I think about him. He's on my mind all the time. Fuck you, you miserable, yeah. withered husk of a semblance of a human being. You skin I mean, sack full of shit. Let's go back to the first shit. goddamn summit. Yeah. And the media didn't pay attention to Otto Warmbier then. No. Which is unfortunate. But the first summit, I remember thinking, wow, you're having a summit with, with North Korea after your first, his first, it, it wasn't um, a State of the Union, but it was a speech to the nation, where he had Otto's parents there in in the chamber. Do you remember oh. that? Yeah, he he. Um, it was the State of the Union. He they were his guests mm-hmm. at the the State of the Union. Mm-hmm. And so he had them in the chamber, and then he was like, "Well, I'm going to go have a summit with my new friend." And we Destiny found Pictures out presents. Remember that. Destiny out. Pictures yes. presents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That video, all that shit, all of this. I mean, this is one of those moments where I'm just going back and rethinking all of this. And then Trump said, we fell in love. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is really important to me. And, I, and I want to say to, to you know, I, I want to say, you know, I, I wonder, I want to ask the question, how do, how do people like the warm beers? Or, or better yet. Can you imagine what it would feel like to be somebody like the warm, the you know, Otto Warmbier's parents to say, yes, I will come to the State of the Union. Thank you so much for honoring, you know, us and, you know, doing this. And, you know, maybe they're so grief stricken. They're like, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they hated Trump. Who knows? I don't know what their political affiliation was from what i understand the warm beers were trump supporters well so 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 even worse really you know if they're 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 trump supporters and then like yeah come to the state of the union it it would mean so much your son's story needs to be told such a horrible thing and we're gonna hold them accountable and and come to the state of the union and also i would like to have you sit next to all these other props you're gonna uh, yeah. you're you're gonna meet with the props department. They're gonna wheel you out on a dolly. They're gonna put a potted plant next to you. And now, do you think maybe this fucking sank in a little bit with them now? Hmm. I don't even well, know what my I, whole I question their, was. I saw their t- uh, their supposed rebuke. Wasn't much of a rebuke. Well, they never statement. mentioned. They never mentioned Trump. Yeah. Or what a coward he is to stand there and 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 say the things he did. I mean, talk about restraint. And you know, here's a little compare and contrast. He believes that Kim Jong Un knew nothing about Otto Warmbier, but he also believes that Hillary Clinton murdered Seth Rich. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Where oh, the great, fuck are great. we? We're in crazy la la cuckoo land. Yeah, Bob. I mean, they're I, still I, selling I, this the Seth Rich story. 
yeah, that yeah. yeah, that plus the 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 pizza, PizzaGate. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> he even hate calling it PizzaGate. Comet Pizza. Uh, it's the they're just willing to believe anything if it reinforces what they uh, what they want to believe. That's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a really good point between Bob and Joe. We really are at a point where the Republicans or people who say that they're Republicans will believe anything that Trump says or anything that comes out of the Republican Party. Yeah. Even if it means it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, and, and, or and conspiracy Rain, theory. Yeah. And Rain, I know you mentioned earlier that you said years ago I made a joke and I called them the Trump cult. No, it was yeah, never no. a jo- it was never a joke. They are a cult, and that's why they believe this shit. Yeah, it it's it's really it's really scary. I thought it was I mean, funny. I, I thought it was funny to call them a cult, but I didn't realize how deep back then they would be in, in the the Trump in the Trump cult shithole for this. You know, so yeah, so again, you know, again, I don't want to smear the warm beers, but for them not to mention Trump and saying, you know, you, you know, I mean, I, I would, I would like to think if this was one of my family members, I would say you betrayed him, you betrayed them. I don't by siding I with actually this don't, I actually don't blame them for not mentioning Trump. I don't. If we go back and if somebody can put the statement in the chat room, I would appreciate yeah. it. I don't blame them for not mentioning Trump by name. Because it is a cult, and those the, the, his parents yeah, true. don't deserve yeah, true. to be targeted. Uh, uh, yeah, they, maybe they're they're either a smart enough to know what would happen that he would target them, and then other people would come after him. I mean, they're white, so they'd yeah. probably be pretty safe, unlike the Khan family. Um, uh, and Christian, I don't know if they're Christians or not. Uh, Jewish, I think. Uh, no, yeah, they're, they're Jewish. They're Jewish. Um, their statement basically said we've been respectful, and I don't have mm-hmm. it in front of me, so I can't. I'm not reading this verbatim, but yeah. their statement said we've been respectful of this entire process. We've been respectful of this summit, but yeah. the bottom line is that the you know the UN regime is murderous, and yeah, they you have killed to, our son. You have to have like one like you know barely functioning brain cell the size of a baked potato. To not understand that Kim Jong Un didn't didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, well, you know? they they think that you know Trump was appointed by God, you know, to come and well, and yeah, and I don't do what usher them up heaven's chimney. <laughs> 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 but it, it it it's important to point out that we have now we now have Trump saying that I believe in Kim Jong Un. I believe that Kim Jong Un didn't know about Otto Warm Beer. Yeah. I believe that you know MS whatever the, the Saudi royal prince um, said he didn't know anything about Khashoggi, and uh, well Putin, Putin. I don't even know where to start with Putin. He believes Putin over our entire intelligence. Putin. Apparatus. Putin. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, to me, this yeah. is really just quite stunning. It's, and it's so dangerous and disgusting and gross. I just don't even. I just don't even. 
Um, anyway, but I do even have to go to break right now because the Green News Report is uh, is overdue. Right. So we're, we're going to continue this conversation when we come back. I would like somebody for reverse calling. Adam's done it like the last like 17 times. So somebody else step up. Um, uh, but if nobody else, years, yeah. But if anybody doesn't, uh, I'll, I'll let Adam, I'll let him. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but if somebody is on Skype or wants me to call their phone number, I'll do it. Um, but, uh, if not calling you out, if not, you know, um, you know, cause I think I have just about everybody's phone number saved who used to call in all the time. So, um, huh. if not, like I said, I'm calling we'll Heather out. I don't Heather. Yeah. We'd love to hear from Heather. I, I have, I, in, but... I have Heather's number saved. <gasps> oh, um, yes. So, all right, let's, uh, let's hit the break. Green news report coming up. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. Now that you become acquainted with the enlightened turn up the night with Kenny pick system in contrast to the outdated capitalistic way of life. You are now prepared for the next step of your indoctrination, which will be most difficult. It's Thursday, February 28, 2019. So summer in February. Apparently, um, it's hotter than Mexico. Britain basks in warmest February ever recorded. House Democrats unleash wave of oversight on climate, energy, and the environment. A turning point for solar power in Arizona. Plus... There are big issues, and I think Republicans feel like the nation is shifting, the electorate is shifting, and they have to come up with an answer that's more than, don't know, don't believe it, it's something else that's going on. Republicans begin shifting away from outright climate change denial. All of those shifty characters and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Half of Americans say the science is more more convincing than it was five years ago, which is f***ing stupid, but I'll take it. (laughs) Taking whatever we can get right now, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I love listening to some of those uh, reports out of Great Britain talking about what a lovely day it is today. <laughs> yes, the British are enjoying their hottest February weather on record but this week. But maybe they shouldn't be enjoying it quite so much. Well, well, you know, it's nearly 70 degrees in London, and that's pretty summer-like weather. And it did break the all-time high February temperature ever recorded in hundreds of years of record-keeping. The summer-like weather comes exactly one year to the day after Britain was slammed with record cold and snow in that so-called beast from the east storm. The UK is now headed to its warmest February on record. It's almost like something strange is going on with our climate for some reason. (laughs) Yes, but a new study suggests that the increase in extreme temperatures probably won't be a spur to people demanding action on climate change because they're adjusting to it. In a survey of social media published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, Researchers found that people learn to accept extreme weather as normal within as little as two years. It's known as shifting baselines syndrome. Future generations, therefore, won't feel their climate is unusual, and that could lead people to underestimate the extent of global warming. Well, it's nice to go out and play golf in February, after all. 
Meanwhile, in U.S. politics, majority House Democrats are making up for lost time after years of Republican rule. They're holding several hearings this week focusing on the environment, like grilling the Trump EPA's top enforcement official over the significant decline in inspections and fines of polluters. An analysis of EPA's own data shows that inspections of industrial facilities and fines for violators are at a 10-year low. In the most unsurprising news of the day. And the House Transportation Committee examined how upgrading the nation's infrastructure can help communities mitigate and adapt to climate change impacts. However, Republicans in the House Natural Resources Committee walked out of a hearing on climate change denial that focused on the millions of dollars in funding that the climate change denial industry and certain politicians have received from the fossil fuel industry to cast doubt on climate science for decades. Why did they walk out? They claimed that it was outside of the committee's purview. To talk about climate change. They talk about climate change denial. In what committee? House Natural Resources. Huh. The House Democrats continued the hearing anyway as a forum. But some Republican politicians are shifting away from outright denial in the wake of public polling showing more Americans than ever are concerned about man-made climate change and other polls showing overwhelming support for the elements of a Green New Deal to create millions of jobs by addressing and preparing for climate change impact. By the way, support for the Green New Deal is more than 80% of Americans cross all party lines. And that was not lost on former Ohio Governor John Kasich, who told Axios.com, quote, let's have conservatives have a discussion instead of being in denial that this is a problem. You can't just be a climate science denier. And Politico reporter Jake Sherman on MSNBC also noted the shift among Republicans. More and more Republicans believe that their position is untenable when it comes to climate change. And I don't mean that they're suddenly having a a come to Jesus moment about climate science and about changing their views on climate science. But I think a lot of Republicans that I've spoken to say they need to have some sort of answer about the massive changes that we all see in the environment besides saying, no, they're not happening. Right. Americans are tired of their old BS. So the Republicans need to come up with some all new BS. Finally, some very big news, a historic shift in Arizona. After years of fighting the spread of solar energy in Arizona, the state's monopoly electric utility Arizona Public Service says it will now spend hundreds of millions of dollars to build utility scale battery farms and solar farms to add to its electric grid because batteries are rapidly becoming the cheapest energy option. They'll replace traditional power plants, including natural gas fire generation. Well, take your time moving to solar in Arizona. For much more on all of these reports and the stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. You might as well be walking on the sun. You might as well be walking on the sun. You might as well be walking. Oh, Smash Mouth is terrible. You Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick. 
on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, he's well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Jeez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. <laughs> I, I teased playing some Casey Kasem last show, but I didn't have time. I actually edited in the, the fucking dead dog story. Uh, to the last podcast so if anybody wants to hear that uh, check out the last podcast um and uh, of course welcome back to the program uh bobber for freedom's blog de braumeister washington dc how goes the new brew facility um well it's still i'm still feeling things out i've actually been Mm -hmm. putting uh, uh, buying old pieces and parts to finally put together an electric brewing system that's inside but i'm not there yet so i'm still doing the outside brewing but um it's it's coming along that's coming along okay i'm getting a little more comfortable with uh the the new layout oh wow you know where you want to go for electric parts right the electric city uh but (laughs) uh joe santorza scranton pennsylvania the electric city can you find electric brew parts sure Anywhere. Yeah, you've got a whole shed have, full of them. we got lots of electric <laughs> brew uh, stores here. Okay. <laughs> electric yes. brew-galoo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we do have is a lot of, I mean... Electric brew-galoo. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> caught <you>. that. <laughs> you want to walk gone to electric brew <laughs> And then you take it higher. Nice. Yeah, you can find that everywhere here in Scranton. Sure. We have craft craft brews everywhere. They sell craft brews at the convenience store. Uh, Anyway, uh, yeah. Zelda, go to TuneIn. TuneIn has fewer fuck-ups than uh, the Listen Live thing. Um, and last but not least, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Our girl Friday. Are you ready to do some name calling, my I good, am, my sister, sir. Rain Picklesimer, officially adopted. No, you're my brother. I, yeah. I've always wanted a brother. Well, you got two in me and Joe. So I know. There you go. Yeah. I know, and you and, guys uh, are like the kind of brothers I want. Not like you, the douchey. Stupid brothers. You go to the war Drink. with the with the brothers you have, not the brothers you <laughs> yes, want. That's right. <laughs> there yes, are known I've... brothers and unknown brothers. <laughs> and known <laughs> unknown brothers. Oh, sweating that. to the oldies with Rummy the Mummy. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, okay. Anyway, let's get this going. Boom. Let's get to the uh, I got. I got. I got to do this because I. I, I summoned his presence. Uh, Richard Simmons. Sweating to the oldies. There we go. 
Uh, <laughs> all right, here we go, Rain. Uh, y'all jingle. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. And, oh, yeah, that's right. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go. Oh, I love a good buttery biscuit. And I'm going to work out our Heather conundrum whilst you do this. Okay, so in tonight's chat room, and this is a lovely chat room for a Friday night, we have Adam Hebert, we have Balua, we have Bobber, we have Psy Guy, we have Francie, we have Heather, we have Jake Colley, we have Kat, we have Kenny Pick, we have Marnus who is not in my studio. I am not. No, you're not. Because... Because I'm home. Yeah, eh? that's right. Um, <laughs> we, have, we have Meow Goodness. We have Michelle in South Florida. We have Moon Man. We have President. We have myself. We have Sandy and Durwood. Um, we have Susie. Suze. We got the, the prettiest Suze. girl in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, we have Thea. We have Tim Cormel. We have Trojan Rabbit. And Zelda McGregor. Zelda McGregor. There we go. So everybody's going to put and pressure on me now. by the way, anybody huh? listening on March 9th, if you would like to come meet up with some of the MOOCs, um, private message Sandy and Derwood if you're in the area in Maryland. So that's, Sounds that's good. Not, not in the tri-state area. Yeah, Joe, you can come down. Oh, I know. Sweeten. Some restaurant in Wheaton, Maryland. Wheaton. Will Wheaton? Is that Will no, Wheaton? No, it's not Will Wheaton. It's a restaurant in Will Wheaton. This is why we talk about private messaging and contacting people. And Will the Russians know? Who the. You know, fuck the Russians. <laughs> you. I'm not touching them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go near them. All right, so I am trying. I'm going to try and do... Uh, to use uh, the phone! Yeah, I'm going to try. <laughs> trying to use the phone! And... Oh, this is 9830. Oh, no, no, no. It's not working. What? I'm, oh, stop, stop. Please leave the message. Uh, remove from call. Okay, so... I'm going to try her again, because that was her. That was Heather's number. It just went to her voicemail for some reason. Oh Heather, no! Pick up your phone. Pick up the phone. So, because it's not gonna let me, um, it's not gonna let me add her to the call again. Even though Skype said that they're trying to fucking work on it, but it sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Is that what they said? We're fucking yeah. working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me try That's and great call customer back. service, you know. Oh, you know, you know this thing. Hey, work. we're trying yeah, to fucking work on it. Hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Okay, hey, we can't. We're can't smart. Answer. We're smart. You can't take a call. You can't take a call. What the fuck? Whatever. We're smart. Not like yeah. everybody says. Like dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Heather, are you there? Huh? Heather. Mm. Says, uh, I think it's still calling. Oh. I don't know what's going on. She said it was me. I could hear it, but I, I got a voice message that was weird. 
I got voicemail. She said she could hear us, but I heard voicemail. You've so, got mail. All right. Oh, we said that together. <laughs> Heather, are you there? All right. I'm going to try and call her back one more time. So let's see what happens. Really? Yeah. I'm going to. Oh, my God. Skype sucks so fucking much. Now it won't let me remove her number from the call. So that was a word from Skype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's like, oh, we can't find your camera. Where's your camera? I don't want a camera on Skype. I don't need it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> can't. Where's your camera? Hey, Skype. this is Skype. Where's your fucking Skype camera? Users. Hey. Skype users, tell us about their experience with Skype. Okay. Unable I to add so participant. Much. Internet. Oh, my God. Uh, all right. I'm going to try her one more time here. Oh, of course. All right. One more time. And I am so sorry to Heather for this. Can you guys hear that little tone going out? Yep. Hi. Mm -mm. <clears throat> all right. It's annoying. It's F. <laughs> I'm, I'm tone deaf. So I can't hear it. Tom. I've sworn what? too many times tonight. So, all right, we're calling Heather one more time and see if this works. But goddamn you, Skype, Heather, are you there? Well, hi, there's hi. Heather. Hey. Hi, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> Hello. All right, Heather, I'm so sorry about that. It sounded like your voicemail when I first called, but you said you could hear us. That's weird. I could hear the voicemail, so. That was strange. But I don't know what was happening. Um, who knows? Well, you know, I, I barely know what happened. Hey, what happened? You know, so. <laughs> I didn't notice any. Oh, uh, 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 well, uh, it's been a week. It has. It has. And real quick, Heather, I just wanted to double check. I didn't see anybody say they had any birthdays out there. So if uh, if you got any, let us know. We'll, we'll do them. Um, you didn't notice any there, did you, Rain? No, I didn't. Okay. All right. Well, Heather, thank you for calling. It's It's been a long time since we heard from you. I'm so sorry that we're having this goddamn Skype uh, phone issue again. So. Fucking uh. goddamn you. Goddamn you, Skype. Hey, God we're fucking you. working on it, Emily. <laughs> Come on. We're All over right. here in Sweden or Denmark or some shit. Um. <laughs> okay, I got a minor gripe. Okay. Uh oh. Uh, what did I do? It, what did I do? It's not you guys. Okay. It's just some Thank people God. on Facebook, and mm -hmm. I wish they'd quit. They're sitting bitching about AOC. I mean, really? Literally sitting there just picking on everything she's ever said and done. They post crap. From the New York Post, who is owned by Sheldon Adelson or Adelson, but some right wing. Wait, I thought it was owned by Rupert Murdoch. It is. Somebody, some right winger. Okay. That's all I know. Okay. But no, I mean they. He's not even an American. It. Yeah. Well, it's they true. post yeah. this crap, and they think it's truth. You know, I don't care how if it's truth. Or not. Mm -hmm. But no, they trash anybody that's a freshman 
Democrat or mm-hmm. a Democrat. I don't a even want to know what they... Right. And I don't even want to know what they said about Rashida Tlaib when she said impeach the motherfucker. First of all, <laughs> that was at a, a meeting, and I think it was at a private something or other. Yeah, it was a private and, move-on celebratory party. Yeah, a private party. Yes. Um, so that's completely fine. But these people are just having a shit fit. You know, I could. Uh, I, what like, was what was really funny to me is I can't remember where I saw this, but I thought it was a brilliant statement. Somebody, I'm going to paraphrase, and it might have been Lawrence O'Donnell. I, I, I'm not sure who it was, but somebody said something to the effect of "Every day on Fox News, uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is already president." <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's there. You know what? Good. <laughs> Good. I'll just give them that. But I mean, it's it just it's terrible. And then of course we have Cohen. Oh yeah, Cohen. The Says Republican. Who? <laughs> oh my God. It's I can't believe that they were just they're pathetic. Says who? well mr cohen wanted people to vote blue i remember that much uh that's right that's true that was right after he got invaded yeah 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 yeah. but that's a really good point because he if we're going to look in the big picture heather this is really a very important point he was a democrat he did work for Trump for 10 years. And then after Trump got nominated, Cohen was selected to be the deputy finance chair of the Republican National Committee. Yeah. And at that point, they were like, dude, you have to become a Republican. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I know when I'm looking for a very integral uh, person to, you know, work on my finances, I look for a Republican. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean... And you know, and what's funny too is by by many accounts, Trump, you know, and even you know, Trump cultists will say, "Oh, well, Trump was a Democrat for years and years and years, but then he saw the light." Yeah, he saw the light of stardom. He saw the 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 light of greater stardom with people dumb enough to think that he would be qualified to be president, and Democrats weren't dumb enough, so he had to go with the other party. And can can yeah. Heather? He said, he and said Ken, years he said years ago that if he ran, he'd run as a Republican because they were they were just dumb. Yes, yes. Oh, he did, he did say I've that. Seen that video? Wow. He did say that. But I had seen that video, so this is not anything new. Mm-hmm. But I just I will give some props to AOC, Ayanna Presley, yes, and Rashida for what yes. the questions and everything that yeah. they did during Cohen's um, questioning. And I guess yes. last night they're going to go after Weisselberg. Ooh, if that's, I think that's his last name. I'm not sure. Yeah, Weisselberg. Yeah. 
I want to give credit. I think think they're going to, they think they're going to ask him to come and testify. I want to give credit to Jim Jordan. I read. I want to give Jim Jordan credit for uh, (laughs) wrestling for wrestling (laughs) with the truth as much as he likes to cover for uh, inappropriate wrestling with little boys. Um, Would that be Jungle Jim Jordan? Yes, Jungle Jim Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, gymnasium. And again, Joe, I'm I'm gonna say you you better knock that shit off right now because. I told you he's matured and he likes to be referred to as Jungle James. <laughs> okay, Jungle James. I'm wow. so sorry. Yeah, he's thinking about growing a mustache. So. <laughs> but it's it's just sad because the Republicans are not even. I mean, they're not even trying to defend Trump. They I don't know what they're much doing, to Heather. Defend, so I don't know what they're doing. The, you're right. You're right. They're not trying to defend Trump. They're just trying to trash anybody who doesn't uh, ignore every horrible fucking thing Trump does and has done. You're right. Yeah, and that's and, I, and that's just, even more dangerous. Just to go back to what Heather was saying, I mean, not one of those guys, including Jungle Jim or Jungle Mark James. Meadows, you know, James, they didn't <laughs> defend Trump at all. They just went after Cohen, who Cohen was just he. This is the dude who's like, I'm coming in here to tell you the truth because I lied because you so, all so, convicted me for lying to Congress. Yeah. So I'd like to tell you the truth. And, and, and the, the stunning, the truth, and they're like, you're a liar. The stunning Why thing about, believe yeah, you? and I love this because the stunning thing about this is they're like, you lied to us. Well, what did he lie to you about? He lied to you about Trump trying to cast him in a better light. They're doing yes. exactly what you pretty much were probably <laughs> clapping like trained seals when he lied to you before. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. That's the most amazing thing about this. I mean, Heather, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they should have the been. Thing, they're, it, they're really pissed that now, oh, you lied, and now you're coming into Congress, and you're telling the truth. You bastard. The best we one was don't the guy like from, you telling the truth. Yeah. The best one, guy, the guy with the vest on. Oh, that oh, jackass that sheriff. Yeah, Higgins. Oh, Mr. Higgins. Yeah, uh, Boss Hog. Boss oh, Hog. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was oh, a lawman. Yeah. Where, where, where are those boxes? What happened to those boxes? Well, them boxes have I, I, I know those boxes are because there's the evidence in there. All I know well, is there's some the missing boxes out, son. <laughs> yeah. But that was that was after. I say, son, where are those boxes? I say, <laughs> we, focus, we focus on that. But and Heather, if you if you listen to the testimony, you know, in the beginning of Higgins, he was like, I just I respect you, sir, because I have prosecuted a lot of people who were very very apologetic after. Oh, I, they were so you know, sorry about what they had done. They were really really they sorry. Did, and, and, I, and I might say, right, boxes. Heather? They had boxes. I might say. Mm-hmm. They had boxes, and that they gave guy. us the boxes. But all the these worst. dirty, filthy men who said they were apologizing to me 
They turned out they to not be Barker. apologizing to they me, and have, they, they went right yeah. back to that filthy life of sin that they were you, had done before. Right into that old box. And I look in your eyes, and I say you're going to do the same thing you've done. So where are the boxes, Mr. I, Cohen? Uh, where, where are, are them boxes? Another yeah, thing. Yeah, I took those another boxes. Another thing is, <laughs> I don't know if I listened to some of this as well. Um, where was Lindsay? Well, oh, he's, in he's in the Senate. This was oh, okay, this was the I House. Thought he was well, on you know, this. I thought no. he was on this. No, no, the Lindsay it, is on a lot of. Well, no, Lindsay he's not, not on a, anything. He's actually under a lot of things. Well, you know, he's, 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 <laughs> he's got to be on something. You know what's no, funny? Oh, it's yeah. under. It's Lindsay's funny. Not on anything. Here's the thing. It's funny you mentioned <laughs> Lindsay. Heather, it's so funny you mentioned Lindsey Graham, though, because I made a comment over in our production chat, um, and I it was a comment that uh, one of my friends on Discuss uh, um, made, and it, it was something like, "Oh, if you know, too bad Lindsey's in the senator. He would have treated us to like you know a screeching meltdown by now, <laughs> you know." Uh, well, he, uh, he, so. he really would have. He landed his pearls to. <laughs> To Boxman. Oh yeah, he 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 okay. passed. Boxman oh, he passed out his pearls to every Republican congressional uh, member uh, in that hearing. He he he's like, and you get some pearls, and you get some pearls, and you get some pearls. Don't clutch him too hard. You get dents in your palms. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He. Oh my god! Like I said, I thought he was on that committee as well, and I just. Oh my god! I would have. If he would have been yeah. asking questions, oh my god! He. Oh. But he wasn't any. He wasn't of any help the last Ima- time I saw him ask anybody any oh, questions. Yeah. Ima- anyway, so. imagine if Gomert had been there. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! He would have. He would have brought his whole mule cart in there. Uh, <laughs> he would have been. He would have got the fact that we have control of the house right now. Oh, it's a beautiful Gomer thing. Doesn't have a place. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mule or uh, uh, would have had a like an old kettle with banging it with a wooden spoon. And be like, I'm a, yeah, I want to be heard. I want to be heard. <laughs> and my asparagus wants to be. You're heard. a liar, my asparagus. asparagus. My asparagus. I got something to say. My asparagus got something to say. Oh my God! Yeah, you know aspersions on my asparagus. Uh, all right. Well, Heather, uh, thank you for your patience, and I'm I'm glad we able to we're able to talk to you. But we're running over time, and we got a lot more stuff to talk about. Uh, Cohen stuff coming up. So be so stick Uh-oh. around. Uh, it's quality stuff. But Heather, uh, what do you got on the way out? Um, nothing, and I will keep listening. Oh, All right, Heather, you're we awesome. We love you. We love you, and I will. Uh, I will save your number uh, for next time around. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Have a good weekend. Uh, so. Uh, saying, Bob? There we go. I just said. I just said, he said bye, Heather. He said bye bye. Okay, I didn't hear that because I cut you off because I'm rude. No. What's what? What's what? What <laughs> I'm just trying to cut people off now. Um, Will you stop it? Because <laughs> I'm just trying to be polite. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, put it go. in the box, Missy. What's in the box? <laughs> Where are the boxes? <laughs> I say, where are the boxes, there, son? I, 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 I say, son, where are the boxes? You the look was to that? me. Oh my God! You look to me like a man who's dirty, <laughs> dirty his in his mind and his big. soul. His, his vest, his vest. Joe, you and I watched it. Right? Oh, I watched it. I, I was there. I watched it. All of us were there, and you were there, and you were there. Um, <laughs> and you get a vest, and you get a vest, and you, and get, you a vest. get a vest. God I mean, damn. I mean, that vest was 10 sizes too big. It, it was like got, riding up it was. over his head. He kind of looked like, yeah. You okay, could actually see through it. Maybe it was head. a Mitch McConnell It was almost impression. over his head. You got to admit. Right. No, okay. If you can we are so late to go to break. We have to go to break. Let's talk about the vest at another time. <laughs> uh, okay. Break time. We'll be right back with more. We got more co- a lot of Cohen audio to cover. So we'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Smooth talking, jive talking, street thug. KennyPick.com. And now, on with the show. Fucking thing sucks. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! That was for Francie's brother, David, whose birthday was yesterday. So, happy birthday to you, David. And uh, John Boehner sends his best. Um, and, of course, uh, welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. And Sorry for missing Francie's brother's birthday. But uh, she said her inter- her internet's been acted up, so it's not your fault. Um, and uh, Bobber for Freedom's blog, Washington D.C. The Braumeister. Welcome back, sir. Howdy, howdy. And Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> the Electric City owner operator, Joe's Clown Car Garage. Also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. Welcome back to you, my good friend. We had a birthday cake for uh, Sharky last night. Oh, yeah? What was that made out of? Oh. It was uh, a Reese's peanut butter cake. What? 
It was two layers of chocolate with peanut butter in between and Reese's peanut Reese's pieces on top. Oh, that's why you it was gave so him crunchy. Chocolate? No, it was for we them. Gave, <laughs> we gave them dog treats. We ate the chocolate. <laughs> ah. What the hell? Um, Never give a dog chocolate or grapes. I'm just no. telling you. Give him peanut butter. Give him peanut butter if you want to laugh. Peanut butter's fine. Chocolate <laughs> is not. Grapes are not. So. And neither are onions. All no, oh. onions are the terrible. To dogs. Yes. Oh, that's good to know. They're yes. terrible. So. Yes, that's emergency room stuff. So you're saying onions are, are terrible, uh, Rain? This is a terrible, yes, terrible thing you've done. <laughs> well, it's terrible. Just terrible. All right. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. This oh, happy uh, birthday, Sharky. Yeah, happy birthday, Sharky. Yes, we sang, and, him his, we sang David. his uh birthday on Tuesday. Woof, 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 woof. Woof 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 Yes uh all right so this uh segment of Turn Up the Night uh sponsored by Trump University. Trump University, go pricks. Uh so that means we're not getting any money. We're not getting any money because they don't exist. Chewy chewy. And uh, also the Bedazzler. <laughs> oh, God. Bedazzler? Uh, yeah. Snap, yes. push, Go and on. pop. Yeah. Hello, Bob. Uh, <laughs> Are you going to Vietnam? Bedazzle your outfit. Oh, boy. Um so all right so let's go ahead yeah i want to uh, congratulate trump for finally making it to vietnam apparently his bone spurs cleared up yeah um somebody said after the failed summit he's the second president to lose in vietnam yes uh, <laughs> ow wow that uh, uh actually that qualifies you have to go there that qualifies as okay now watch this i'm just gonna break the wrist and walk away break the wrist walk away Jeez. They practice Rex Kwando in uh, uh, Vietnam too. Yes, um, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, this is uh, okay. So Michael Cohen, as everybody knows, was uh, what, what, what was the um, what was the committee, uh, the congressional committee? What's the name of it? The oversight oversight, oversight. committee. Thank you. Um, and I want to play this. This is um, his opening statement, a portion of his opening statement. And it's long, and I'll probably, it's long, like it's from Long Island. Long. All right. You're making fun of me. No. It's balls. It's very ballsy. It's got some balls. It is long. You're making fun of me too. It's long and it's ballsy. 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 You guys. Um, yeah, that's what you said you wanted brothers. <laughs> this is what brothers do. I know. <laughs> Just uh, have a cup of coffee and shut up. Coffee, yeah. Really? Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down with your coffee. <laughs> Sit down. Uh, all right, so uh, this is a long clip. It's about four minutes. I'll pause it about halfway through from his opening remarks. Or I'll is pause this, it. Is this Cohen's This, this Cohen's is Cohen's opening, opening statement. Yep, yeah, okay. uh, a portion of okay. his opening statement. I am ashamed that I chose to take part in concealing Mr. Trump's illicit acts 
rather than listening to my own conscience. I am ashamed because I know what Mr. Trump is. He is a racist, he is a con man, and he is a cheat. Oh, shit. I screwed up. It's De- Francie's brother's Dennis, not David. I don't know why I thought David. Dennis! Sorry! I'll edit that out. Anyway, he's... But seriously, let's start this Cohen clip over. Dennis, happy birthday. I am ashamed that I chose to take part in concealing Mr. Trump's illicit acts rather than listening to my own conscience. I am ashamed because I know what Mr. Trump is. He is a racist. Racist first. He is a con man. Second. And he is a cheat. Third. Last fall, I pled guilty in federal court to felonies for the benefit of, at the direction of, and in coordination with individual number one. And for the record, individual number one is President Donald J. Trump. A lot of people have asked me about whether Mr. Trump knew about the release of the hacked documents, the Democratic National Committee emails, ahead of time. And the answer is yes. In July of 2016, days before the Democratic Convention, I was in Mr. Trump's office when his secretary announced that Roger Stone was on the phone. Mr. Stone told Mr. Trump, that he had just gotten off the phone with Julian Assange. And that Mr. Assange told Mr. Stone that within a couple of days, there would be a massive dump of emails that would damage Hillary Clinton's campaign. Mr. Trump responded by stating to the effect, wouldn't that be great? I lied to Congress when Mr. Trump stopped negotiating the Moscow Tower project in Russia. I stated that we stopped negotiating in January of 2016. That was false. Our negotiations continued for months later during the campaign. So to be clear, Mr. Trump knew of and directed the Trump-Moscow negotiations throughout the campaign and lied about it. All right, I'm going to pause it right there. The one thing I gained from the first part of this is Trump loves massive dumps. Uh, <laughs> he, he has a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I understand they had to shut down the Pacific Ocean on the way home. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think it was just like one long shark flight. <laughs> it was what? It was, they, didn't, they didn't even use any jet fuel. They just flew on gas. <laughs> That's you call that a you call that you call when you're on Air Force One you call that a real upper decker. Oh wow, the mile the mile high dump. He's a member of the mile mile high dump. Um, (laughs) Yes. So. So uh, we're not surprised. He's saying a lot of things that we have been saying all along, but we didn't work for Trump for 10 years. He's confirming so much stuff we already knew. He's a racist. He's a cheat. He's a con man. He yeah, knew he about said it, and it's in the congressional he, record. Yes, and he 
knew about the email dumps. The only thing, what I find hilarious about all of this Cohen stuff is the one thing they're trying to pin him down on as a lie <laughs> is that yeah. he said he didn't want a job with the administration. And they're like, oh, no, no. He I totally know. said he did. Oh, come yeah. on. Come on. You want to hear the best? Chris Saliza today <laughs> in the watch yeah. in, in CNN shit lizard CNN's website wrote an article saying that that because of that quote unquote lie it it has completely devalued his entire testimony. What? Yes, say Chris that again. Eliza, Wait. Chris Eliza said that be, that that one misrepresentation, alleged misrepresentation, not wanting a job in the White House testimony. Yeah, it destroyed oh all of his Chris by Lisa. saying, "I he never wanted a seat. job. I never Chris wanted Lisa, a job in the White sit House." Down, Chris Seriously, no. that's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of stupid. I, I, I mean, that, it's kind of a stupid thing to say. How, how can you say that? Okay, I can understand. I mean, Bobber, help me out with this here, because, you know, if you lie about something, say, like, no, this person never knew anything about this thing, but then it turns out you come back and you say, I lied, that person did know something about this, versus, yeah, I totally wanted a job in the White House. Nah, I really didn't want a job in the White House. I mean that that is not really any kind of damaging lie there. That's not covering anything. That's like well, you know a fluctuating opinion <clears throat> on something. You know. Well, the the, the thing is, is that they here they are. He the, there's this one little thing that that he may you know he may have soft sold and maybe okay. Let's even call the lie. Maybe he lied about this one particular thing, or is misremembering. And, and so no, now we can't believe anything else that he said. But yet Trump has how many lies? I mean, there's read into the congressional record by oh, Elijah Cummings. Oh, yeah, we'll like, have yeah. that audio later too. How many, how many thousands of lies that, that Trump said? Told so but many. yet we're still supposed to about you know, four thousand. Yeah, but I, I mean, how is that? How is that? I mean, how can I, I mean? I, I don't see how you can consider that. An actual lie. Yes. Okay. Maybe he said, oh, yeah, I hope I get a job in the administration. And now, you know, and then flash forward, he's like, I got the job I wanted. I didn't want to work in the White House. To me, it says that when he was towing, when he was towing the line, of course, he was saying it just to save face. But it's such a superficial thing. It makes no sense. For perjury is that the lie has to be relevant yeah. yeah and it's not relevant at all and it's not i mean you know I, I mean it's like okay so i asked you 10 months ago do you like greta van fleet <laughs> and you said yes i love uh, led zeppelin ripoff bands 10 months later you said you liked greta van fleet do you still like them now no not really what about the the form he filled out that that Jungle Jim was ho- flashing around? Oh, yeah, Jungle. You fill, you Jungle James. You work for a foreign company. Yeah, but it asked about foreign governments. Yeah, well, yeah. it works yeah. for a foreign but, company. But, 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 but,
but but, but it, what about but, the book that you're gonna write? Yeah. If oh you, yeah, if that's you an... write a book. Are you have a you book gonna... deal? Yeah, I do have a book deal. I have a book deal and and Did offers he actually hold, hold on, Joe? Did he actually yeah. say he has a book deal? Because no, no, he, he said he, he said, said he was approached to do a book, and he, he turned it. He, he turned and and TV, movie, all that shit. He said that he's been made offers. He refused them, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't rule out those things in the yes. future. So, okay, so because, I didn't misunderstand that. He was approached yeah. for all this stuff. Yeah, so... He didn't take them, but he did not rule it out. And I really yeah. did love... I can't even remember how many people asked him. Right, oh, it was like book, at least three or four. You not take any money? And he said, no. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why would I do something stupid like that? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, seriously. I, uh, what I, like, I, He was really a typical New Yorker. was like, no. Yeah, what oh, I no, got I, my I big takeaway money off of it. Yeah, my big money and uh, bury you. A couple of my big takeaways from this were that Republicans hate capitalism, books, and Donald Trump Jr. can't whisper. Um, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, dad, dad, meeting yeah. is set. Oh yeah, yeah. That's sure. a, that, I need to. I need to work on. Uh, I have a new new character called uh, uh, Donald Trump can't whisper or Don Jr. can't whisper. The Russians are all set, Dad. Hopefully, nobody else can hear me. I have my hand. <laughs> my hand is tucked over my mouth so the. So Mike over there can't hear me. Yeah, I, I actually the put the Russians are coming. I put the hand in front of my face when I did that too, Joe. <laughs> so. Yeah, I have my hand so he can't read my lips. Just so you know, this is between you and me. <laughs> that is going to sound awful on the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still trying to figure out in that whole testimony when they were like. Are you going to write a book? Um, maybe. Maybe. Are you? Will you donate that? Are you going to take, take the profits? We. Um, yeah. I didn't yeah. say I was going to write a book. Uh, Michael Cohen, are you going to write a book? Can you promise me you won't write a book? Oh, no, it, it, but I then somebody that. said, "Will you, Will you donate, donate the, the proceeds to charity?" The charity? No, what charity? What charity would you like that that check made out to? You the, fucking dope. Trump, the Trump Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> One, Joe, a, the, a charity Cohen, that a, a charity that still exists, please. The Cohen um, Foundation. Yeah. The, <laughs> Bob, or what did you say? I said the the Cohen Foundation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Then, then he'll he'll get a, a picture made and. Uh, you know, and buy it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A straw yeah. buyer to buy his own portrait. Oh, my Here, God. Here's here's something, and I, I did talk to Bob about this, not on the podcast, but in private, because Bob and I are married. I, I didn't hear of any book that was being written, but mm -hmm. evidently, he, according to what you guys have said, he's been offered book deals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think he's written anything. I could be missing this. They were really all fascinated with the possibility that he could be writing a book. Oh yeah. And what's even and what's even more messed up about this is that today, today, the person who sits in the Oval Office made the accusation that Michael Cohen submitted a transcript to 
a publisher. Good. I don't lo- think it exists. He said it, it was a love letter. Well, no, 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 <laughs> Joe, Joe, I'm quite serious about this. I, I am too. He said th- the claim was oh, dear that God. The, the reason he's bringing it up is because he said it was a complimentary book about Trump, that it was a love letter to Trump. And it was after Charleville and oh, everything. Wow. And, and then, at, then now, all of a sudden, he's changing his story. But he wrote a love letter book to me. And he submitted a transcript. And I know. <laughs> because I have the best words. And he borrowed uh, them. Now, now I want to uh, mention something. He's stolen from me. Yeah. But for, we got we, we got to finish this, uh, this Cohen audio clip here. But uh, one other thing I want to mention before we get back to this. And I don't have any audio for this. But... Uh, at least one Republican uh, wackadoodle was like, uh, did you illegally record Mr. Trump when you were his attorney? And, okay, here's the thing, folks. Just so you know, there are only 11 states in this great nation of ours that require two-party consent for recording. New York City and Ohio, among others, are not two-party consent uh recordings uh so so the the gop who is like states rights we love states rights we love states rights doesn't understand states rights <laughs> get out of town <laughs> so yeah so michael cohen recorded trump and you know and oh did you illegally record him not in the state of new york you fucking moron and the only reason I know this is because I do this show. Because I researched this stuff 10 years ago or more about how this was going to go. Because, uh, you know, I, I thought it, at some point I might end up trying to call different people, whatever, record it, and use it on the show. I've never done that. But it's good to have my bases covered in case I wanted to. Well, good example. Um, Rain and and Joe and and maybe Bobber. I don't know if you were on one of these shows or not. I would call those. Uh, I think I called at least one or two. I called like a Trump uh, hotline or something like that in a congress uh, a congressman's office or something like that. And I recorded it and put it out on the show because. I'm in Ohio and I can do that, <laughs> you know, but anyway, um, yeah. So GOP that loves states rights doesn't understand states rights. So yes. anyway, and is uh, that recording in the box or the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of one of my bands. <laughs> oh yeah. The box. Yep. That was my nickname in high school. Uh, so <laughs> uh, all right, last last half of Cohen's opening statement. He lied about it because he never expected to win. He also lied about it because he stood to make hundreds of millions of dollars on the Moscow real estate project. Mr. Trump did not directly tell me to lie to Congress. That's not how he operates. In conversations we had during the campaign, at the same time I was actively negotiating in Russia for him, he would look me in the eye and tell me there's no Russian business and then go on to lie to the American people by saying the same thing. In his way, he was telling me to lie. 
Mr. Trump is a racist. While we were once driving through a struggling neighborhood in Chicago, he commented that only black people could live that way. And he told me that black people would never vote for him because they were too stupid. Mr. Trump is a con man. He asked me to pay off an adult film star with whom he had an affair and to lie about it to his wife, which I did. And lying to the first lady is one of my biggest regrets. I am going to jail in part because of my decision to help Mr. Trump hide that payment from the American people before they voted a few days later. The questions have been raised about whether I know of direct evidence that Mr. Trump or his campaign colluded with Russia. I do not. And I want to be clear. But I have my suspicions. For those who question my motives for being here today, I understand. I have lied. But I am not a liar. And I have done bad things. But I am not a bad man. I have fixed things. But I am no longer your fixer, Mr. Trump. Ooh, wow. Okay, now watch this. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah. By by the way, anybody remember Ben Smith? Uh, No, I don't. Ben Smith is the editor-in-chief of BuzzFeed. Okay. Oh, Remember yes. back in January, BuzzFeed issued an article that uh, that Mueller's office uh, said was inaccurate, and everybody jumped all over BuzzFeed for printing an article that said President Trump directed uh, Michael Cohen to lie to Congress. Yeah. He suborned perjury. And That's everybody right. jumped all over BuzzFeed and Ben Smith and the two reporters and said, how could you do this? That was, oh, that was terrible journalism and you should have never done that and the story fell apart and nobody corroborated it. Well, the story well, didn't who fall just apart. Fucking, yeah. Guess who just corroborated it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. story never fell apart in my opinion. So, now, I guess the BuzzFeed article wasn't so wrong after yeah. all. And, you know, Joe, on that note, what's really hysterical about that is that that story turned out to be true. And then you'll hear in the next segment when I play uh, uh, Cohen versus the GOP, um, Jim Jordan, I'm sorry, Jungle James, um, uh, he got really upset that um, uh, Cohen talked to Adam Schiff about topics that might be discussed when he was... uh, (laughs) And it's like, oh, you're mad about that, but not mad about him talking to Trump about how to lie to you the last time around? Fucking A. Seriously, I hate Jim but Jordan it, so goddamn much. I know, but if you remember the BuzzFeed story, they said mm-hmm. specifically that that Mueller had evidence that... Michael Cohen get, told Mueller that Trump told him to lie. Yes. And they said that was inaccurate. And, and remember, Mueller came out the next Mueller night. Mueller said it was inaccurate. That was it. It was inaccurate, but it was a carefully worded denial. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because it, there, it wasn't wrong. He said how he told him to lie on Thursday. Yes. Yeah. 
it wasn't that he outright told him how to lie. Don't you find it amazing that Mueller, the special counsel, what what Joe is saying is really important. It is. Because because special counsel said that was not completely accurate. Yes. Yeah, he didn't say it was totally inaccurate. He said it was not completely accurate. Yes. And Cohen, Cohen, I don't have the audio for it, but Cohen, Cohen went on to explain to somebody saying, you know, uh, it's like Trump would come up to you and say, this is the best tie ever. Don't you just love this tie? Isn't this the greatest tie? What are you going to say? No, that tie is a piece of shit. No, of course not. You're going to just say, yes, sir. I love that tie. That's a great time. All the news organizations jumped all over Ben Smith, jumped all over BuzzFeed. Washington Post issues an editorial savaging BuzzFeed. Yeah. And they were fucking right. Well, I'll tell you what. that's That's the day I lost all faith that Mueller was ever going to do anything to disparage Donald Trump. Because, in effect, he came out and he... What? Mueller, I, I have no faith in Mueller anymore after that BuzzFeed story. None. Well, we'll oh. see. We'll oh. see. Okay. I'll, well, no, that's I a whole other can of worms. We don't have time to get into that right now. It is We're long overdue for break right now, and I got a lot more audio to play. So, and I still uh, love you, Joe, but... Thank you. No, me too. <laughs> I love you. I love you, brother, but uh, we, we got to run to the break. And to show you how much I care, I'm going to play The Heart by Bobber. <laughs> How much I care. I'm gonna play the heart by Bobber. So uh, I feel so good. Now. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back with uh, our, our final segment. We might go into a little bit of overtime. Sorry, no Mad Libs, because we got crazy audio this week. It's just crazy right. audio. So we'll be right back. More right after this. Turn up the Up the night with Kenny Pig.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. Not once, but dos. Uh, welcome back to the program, everybody. And uh, I want to remind everybody tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, it is nothing but three hours of Game of Thrones recap, predictions, favorite battles. We're going to have so much fun about Game of Thrones in anticipation of the final season coming up. Really excited about this. We've put a lot of hard work into it. And joining us for the final hour of the uh, special with our, uh, again, recaps and favorite battles and and whatever else uh, we we throw everybody's way, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa. So looking forward to that. So we appreciate you hanging out with us, Joe. So, yeah. So Adam, Miles, Michelle, myself. All three hours and Joe for hour three 
it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, uh, just so you know, the North remembers. <laughs> just so you know, winter is coming. Yes. And also, uh, I'll play. Uh, I'll, I'll tease right now one of my favorite uh, clips of all time uh, from um, Game of Thrones right here. From Braun. You don't fight with honor. No. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the Aerie. That was so good. <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> anyway, classic moment. Um, but anyway, Rain and Bob, you're not Game of Thrones fans at all, are you? Nope. 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 Shit. I actually tried watching it uh, the first season. I lasted yeah. about 10 minutes. And to me, I just felt like the dialogue was just over the top, kind of uh, affected and, and, I don't know, just seemed, it just didn't, didn't appeal to me. I, you I thought it didn't, didn't, didn't seem authentic or, or something. You know nothing. <clears throat> you know nothing, Bob Rouse. So, <laughs> I, I can personally, and that's a quote. That. That's a quote directly from Jon Snow. Or well, to uh, Jon Snow. regarding Jon Snow, you, <laughs> yeah. regarding Jon, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rain, you were saying. I'm much more of a marvelous Mrs. Mabel fan, but Susan oh, I loves like, Marvelous. And Mrs. and Susan the father and? would be more than willing to say, you know nothing. Yeah, I love Mrs. Where I love going? Mrs. Maisel, and I love, I, I I really I really enjoy the Orville. <gasps> oh here, oh sweet baby Jesus. Oh, uh, hold on a second though. Uh, here, let me try and sell these guys on Game of Thrones real quick. At one okay. point, Game of Thrones, they had know. to they had to edit an episode because they had a whole bunch of like severed heads heads on pikes. In the See, art, that's not winning me over. Hold on, hold on, Severed hold heads. on. Severed in the uh, the art department, they had to go back and change an episode with all these heads on on pikes because the art department made one to look like George W. Bush. <laughs> Come on, Kenny, um, I love you, but no, you lost me at severed heads. That's me. I'm not. Oh yeah, you don't like Bob. gore. You you're not a fan of gore, so. No, no, no. All right, we're not sending you to the butcher shop. Um. Yeah, several heads don't bother me at all. It just I I just didn't. If the like I said, the dialogue just it seemed. Um, the first episode. Really, uh, overly overly pregnant. Well, it's not pregnant. What's the word I'm look, looking for? Did you say overly pregnant? Uh, yeah, that's not the word I was. Um, uh, labored. This one become it was lab- it was labored dialogue maybe. <laughs> <laughs> labored. Well, no, I, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for the correct uh, adjective. That's fine. We gotta. <laughs> we gotta. Maybe. That might be a good way. Contrive. To put it. All right. Well, anyway, who cares about any of that right now? Because we have more Cohen stuff to get to. Let's play uh, the Washington Post. I am read- with Joe on the Orville. Um, I'm with Star Trek, not uh, ch- cheap knockoffs. Um, uh, so. Ken, <laughs> what's missing? <clears throat> All right, we have to talk about this. How about we're Cohen? In we're in the weeds how, now. 
How about Cohen uh, versus the GOP, the Washington Post Redux? Would you like to hear that? Speaking of cheap knockoffs, let me put on my vest. Um, <laughs> so I got a I got a a five XL vest I need to swim through here. Uh, but yeah, here we go. Uh, this is a uh, Washington Post put this uh, clip together. Mr. Cohen, how, how long did you uh, how long did you work in the White House? I never worked in the White House. And that's the point, isn't it, Mr. Cohen? No, sir. Yes, it is. No, it's not, sir. You wanted to work in the White House. No, you sir. You didn't get brought to the dance. And now you're, you're behaving oh, just God. like everyone else who's got fired or didn't get the job Jungle they wanted. James. Like Andy McCabe, like James Comey. <laughs> same kind of selfish motivation after you don't get the thing Call you want. Me? You're a path. What, Comey? Yeah, what He path? brought up Comey? Comey didn't want to work in the White House. He still wanted to work for the FBI. He oh wanted to be God. the head of the FBI. Well, he yeah, was yeah, the exactly. Head of the FBI. He was, yes, he was, he was happy you. with that. But anyway, continue. A ladger, pathological liar. You don't know truth from 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 falsehood, sir. Oh, you sorry. don't know Are truth from truth. The president, <laughs> this is my time. Are you referring when to I ask, or the president? When I ask you a question, yeah. I'll ask for an answer. Sure, Mr. Cohen, you called Donald Trump <sighs> a cheat in your opening testimony. Yes, me too. Uh, what would you call yourself? A fool. You calling? Okay. Well, no comment on that. You just debated a member of Congress saying I really didn't do anything wrong with the false well, bank thing that, that I'm guilty of and going to prison for. Mr. Jordan, that's, that's not that's not what I said, and you know that that's not exactly what I said. What well, the I said you. I pled guilty, and I take responsibility for my actions. Shame on you, Mr. Jordan. Uh, Mr. That's Mr. Chair, what I said. Mr. Mr. Chairman, not what I said. She says that as a daughter of a man born in Birmingham, Alabama, that there is no way that she would work for uh, for an individual who was racist. I just want to say Obama should go back. We should send Obama back to Kenya right now. That's all right. Um, Uh, Oh, who would have said something like that? Come on. Um, Mark Meadows. Oh. Oh. Uh, Mark Meadows. He, oh, he only said it wo- twice. Twice. How do you reconcile <laughs> the two of those, Mr. As neither should I, as the son of a Holocaust survivor. Do you have proof of those conversations? I would ask you to. Do you ask have me. tape recordings of those conversations? No, sir. Well, you've taped everybody else. That's, Why wouldn't you? That's have not true, sir. <laughs> that's not true. You haven't taped anybody. I I have taped. Individuals. How many times have you taped everybody it? else? Maybe a hundred times over ten years. Is that a low estimate? Because I've I've heard it's over two hundred times. But I would ask. So you why would you ask me a question, you, sir? Do you have so proof? Here's, do you have proof? I yes do. or no? I do. Oh, where's the proof? Ask Miss Patton how many people who are black are executives at the it, Trump Organization. It, 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 the is zero. You're saying that all of that was just paid to you just because you're a nice guy. Well, I am a nice guy, but more importantly, well, you know, I would beg to differ. The record reflects that you're not a nice sir, guy. Each and no one should ever listen to you and give you credibility. Putting up silly things like this. Oh, that's silly. <laughs> really unbecoming. Of Not Congress. silly. I'm responsible for your silliness because I did the same thing that you're doing now for 10 right years. There. I protected Mr. Trump for 10 Ouch. years. What did you talk to Mr. Schiff about? I spoke to Mr. Schiff about topics that were going to be raised at the upcoming hearing. Whoa. Not just what time to show up, actually what you're going to talk about. The gentleman's time has expired. Wow. I'm done. And that's exactly why when it comes to the credibility, why I asked Mr. Davis, Mr. Monaco, to please 
let's figure out how. But that's my point with the credibility. So these, that you understand. These aren't isolated. The these are not isolated incidents of attack. These were constant <laughs> deceptions. Whether it's rolling over a no. twenty million dollar line of credit to a fourteen million dollar credit, you went through great lengths to conceal that from one bank, while at the same time you are reducing your net income to another bank. These aren't things that happened on January one of eighteen, January one of seventeen, oh, January God. one of fifteen. These are things that were constantly involved on a. My question is, was it exhausting keeping track of all the lies you were telling all these people? The gentleman's time has expired. You may... I don't have an answer for him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love that. Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Where's the proof? Uh, that guy, he reminded me of the uh, the rhubarb lady from uh, years <laughs> past. Remember the rhubarb lady? This don't have your name on it. Where's your name, bitch? Excuse me. Where's your name, bitch? Where's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the proof? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's your name? Where's your name? This don't have your name on it. This don't have your name on it. Want, Where's your name, bitch? I want to see Where's the boxes. Your name, your Where's the boxes? Yeah. Still want to know what those boxes are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was, you know, um, that was interesting. So. <laughs> It was so. ridiculous. It was stupid. It was. Every damn question that every freaking Republican asked of him was dumb and not informative and didn't help for America to understand what the hell is going on. You know, I they didn't I, even know it was on a I'm I'm serious about this. I, I, I know. I know it was on the questionnaire. You didn't you, you lied on this questionnaire. You put not no NA uh, that you worked for a foreign government. Well, <laughs> he didn't even read the he question. He didn't work for a foreign government. But I'm sorry for yelling at you, Joe. No, I'm not no, yelling he, at you. But, he, but it. he says he says a foreign entity. That's not what the form said. Not. It said government. They were it's trying just, to make him out to be somebody who didn't register as a foreign agent. That was a lot. It was ridiculous. I know. Hey, Rain, this is Don Jr. I just wanted to let you know you weren't yelling. You were totally whispering. Yeah, shut up, Don Jr. Go take a shave. Hey, Dad. Because your Russians. chin looks like a bunch of pubic yeah. hairs. Russians think, are here. I think I found out where one of the boxes went, though. Where? Uh, you remember Gene Huber? You remember Gene Huber? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Gene, yes, Gene Huber yes. ha has one of those. I got a six-foot... Oh, yeah, here it is. I got a six-foot cardboard box of President Trump in my house, and I salute oh. that every single day, and I pray and tell him, Mr. President, I pray for your safety today, and I'm not lying. I do that every single day to the yeah. president, but it's cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I believe you. I believe you. And I'll tell you what, that, that cardboard box, it was a gin box he had. These were my friends, and they were made out of gin boxes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, God damn it. Um, he sounds a little like Michael Cohen. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> yeah. I love the president. I, I love him. I love I him. And every I day I salute him. that cardboard box. Hey. Every day I take him out of the box, I kiss him. And I say I'm smart. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. I'm dumb. I'm smart. And I want respect. For the way I handle cardboard boxes. 
kiss him. I kiss him on his cardboard ass every day. <laughs> and his cardboard <laughs> mushroom as well. And many people might know his mushroom is his penis. Don't say penis in this house. Sorry, we hadn't gotten that in. We, oh, no, rain. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my God. Delaminate. You know what that is? <laughs> yes, a, I do know what delaminate is. It's this when you suck the, the little laminate off of it. <laughs> oh, man. These were my friends, and they were made out of gin boxes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, they, settle down. Everybody yeah, settle down. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> All right, so... Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to continue some of you this know, stuff. Uh, I, I, I I, there are two more Ken, clips. I don't know if we have the clip of it, but my favorite part of that entire seven hours was when Michael Cohen said to Jim James, Jimmy, Jungle James, whatever Jungle James him, Jordan, Jungle was, James was Jordan. saying, you know what? All you guys, you're doing the same thing I did. And if you keep doing the same thing I did, you're going to find yourself in the same place I am. Yeah, we and heard a little. The, jail. Uh, we we that did. Was amazing. Yeah, we heard a little bit of that. There was a little bit of that in one of the other previous clips we played. So, yeah. Um, I just don't have it broken down individually. Um, yeah, sorry. But I, no, I just thought okay. that was amazing. So. It was. It was. But, um, uh, God, we're we're so at the top of the hour. Do, do you guys have another ten, maybe fifteen minutes in you to to keep going? Yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. I still right. got some beer in my glass. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Well, um, let me uh, because I really wanted to play this because apparently, um, uh, AOC not only is already president over at Fox News, but Kind of won the Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, of course. Um, she kind of like knocked it out of the park with Cohen uh, yesterday. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, I want to play that right now. And if you've heard it, and if you need a refill, you can go grab uh, another beer. It's a long clip. Let's listen to this. Uh, first, my colleague from Vermont had asked you uh, some, several questions about AMI, the parent, compa- the parent company of the National Enquirer. And uh, in that, you mentioned a treasure trove, a quote, treasure trove of documents in David Pecker's office relating to information assembled from all these catch and kill operations um, against people who potentially had damaging information on the president. And you also mentioned that the president was very concerned about the whereabouts of these documents and who possessed them. Does that treasure trove of documents still exist? I, I don't know. I had asked David Pecker for them. So you would say the person who knows the whereabouts of these documents would be David Pecker? David Pecker, Barry Levine, or um, Dylan Howard. Okay, thank you. Um, secondly, I want to ask a little bit about uh, your conversation with my colleague from Missouri about asset inflation. Um, to your knowledge, did the president ever provide inflated assets to an insurance company? Yes. Who else knows that the president did this? Alan Weisselberg, Ron Liebman, and Matthew Calamari. And where would Boom. the committee find more information on this? Do you think we need to review his financial statements and his tax returns in order to compare them? Yes, and you'd find it at the Trump org. Thank you very much. Uh, the last last thing here, uh, 
the Trump Golf Organization currently has a golf course in my home borough of the Bronx, uh, Trump Links. I drive past it every day, going between Bronx and going between the Bronx and Queens. Um, in fact, the Washington Post reported on the Trump Links Bronx course in an article entitled "Taxpayers Built This New York Golf Course and Trump Reaps the Rewards." Where many that that article is where many New Yorkers and people in the country learn that taxpayers spent 127 million dollars to build Trump Links in a, quote, generous deal allowing President Trump to keep almost every dollar that flows in on a golf course built with public funds. And this doesn't seem to be the only time the president has benefited at the expense of the public. Mr. Cohen, I want to ask you about your assertion that the president may have improperly devalued his assets to avoid paying taxes. According to an August, 24th, August 21st, 2016 report by the Washington Post, while the president claimed in financial disclosure forms that Trump National Golf Club in Jupiter, Florida, was worth more than $50 million, he had reported otherwise to local tax authorities that the course was worth, quote, no more than $5 million. Mr. Cohen, do you know whether this specific report is accurate? It's identical to what he did at Trump National Golf Club at Briarcliff Manor. Oh, my. Do you know, to your knowledge, was the president interested in reducing his local real estate bills, tax bills? Yes. And how did he do that? What you do is you deflate the value of the asset, and then you put in a request to the tax department uh, for a deduction. Thank you. Now, in October 2018, the New York Times revealed that, quote, President Trump participated in dubious tax schemes during the 1990s, including instances of outright fraud that greatly increased the fortune he received from his parents. And it further stated from Mr. Trump, quote, he also helped formulate a strategy to undervalue his parents' real estate holdings by hundreds of millions of dollars on tax returns, sharply reducing his tax bill when those properties were transferred to him and his siblings. Mr. Cohen, do you know whether that specific report is accurate? I, I don't. I wasn't there in 1990s. Who would know the answer to those questions? Alan Weisselberg. Oh, and would it help for the committee to obtain federal and state tax returns from the president and his company to address that discrepancy? I believe so. Thank you very much. I yield the rest of my time to the chair. Oh, shit! Get the fuck um. out of here! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot! Fuck, we're all dead! Get the fuck out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh. pretty much... Pulled out the cement mixer and laid down a foundation for him, just <laughs> pulling in all kinds of stuff on, on Trump and just oh, yeah. putting oh. in the ringer. There was a whole witness list there. Wow. Wasn't there? Yep. Wow. She, she I pulled think the out. The best part about that was that most of her questions were based on what was happening in her constituency. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, so, you know, I mean, she's. Wow, she yeah, she she's she's bringing it home you know to her constituents. Exactly, Rain. And and yeah. this is stuff that hopefully if you're not if you haven't drank the flavor aid from the Trump cult. Again, Kool-Aid is too high rent for the Trump cult. It's it's flavor aid just like Jim Jones used. Um <laughs> You know, this is, uh, you know, I'm sure there's probably flavor aid write-offs in his taxes, too. 
Um, I used a coupon. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these, these, you know, for, for any, any fucking person, again, with more than one brain cell, uh, you know, can figure this shit out as to why he never releases taxes. And that's audio that I don't have too. Where uh, somebody asked him, you know, why didn't he release his taxes? Well, he thought he would come under audit in one of these think tanks out there would would bust him and, and fine him or find out where he cheated, uh, whatever. But the whole lie about his taxes is that they were under audit. And as soon as they were not under audit, and that's that audit, that fake audit, again, fake news. That fake audit has been going on for, what, four years now? Uh, At least. Nobody has that much money, unless you're Putin or... um, Putin. Trump. Putin. 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 Trump. (laughs) Only Sam Nunberg says it right. Putin. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so... I gotta... (laughs) I, I uh, yeah, I, I got the Sam Nunberg for you. Vladimir Putin. Putin. <laughs> Putin. <laughs> hey, Putin. Uh, but yeah, so that was uh, 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 Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Fucking, I love her. I love I, her I, for that. I love, I love what she did. I love what she yeah. did, and and she basically, from what I've read and heard the past couple of days, because here's the thing, about a, two weeks ago, we found out that she's paying her entire staff a living wage. She's she has taken her, because um, every every congressional person, every person in Congress, not a congressional person, I'm sorry, they get they get a uh, you know. Here's the money that you get to pay your staff. Mm-hmm. And you get this block of money and you can pay staff and you can pay for all this. And she decided to take everything that she had to pay everybody a, a basic minimum wage. And yeah. all of her staff is getting paid $52,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Which means that they're going to be like, yes, I am earning money and now I'm going to investigate stuff. And so her questions were based on the fact that her staff was like all right we got shit and i'm doing yeah. right now in front of you i'm doing like keyboard stuff they're like okay no. <laughs> we got stuff to research thank you, you- thank you um I, oh i see the questioning f- was amazing yeah. it was and it's uh, i see bobber's finicky musician has come out uh with uh alexandria ocasio-cortez you said yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, only yeah, criticism, yeah. you find her voice annoying. Other than that, she kicked his head. Her voice is not annoying. What are you, she, do you she, like she Getty Lee? I'm not, I am, I am, I kind of way of talking. You know, yeah. she's, she's 29, Bob. I know. She it's, hasn't it's, smoked it's, enough. It's young, it's young women of, of a certain age. It, it seems to be that that's how they all talk nowadays. And it just, I just find it annoying. Bob. Oh, can, can 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 turn up the night? Just have a moment for me and Bob. <laughs> the floor is Uh-oh. yours, Rain. The floor is yours. Here's the thing. She her voice her With voice is a couple of 
<laughs> Her voice is a couple of octaves higher than mine, but she doesn't. I'm serious. She doesn't do this. She doesn't do this. So, Mr. Cohen. Right. I, I, I said there's no there's no up talk and there's no vocal fry. So that's she's got that going for. Her. I I'm fine with her. Mr. I'm Cohen. Fine with, I'm fine with her too. I, <laughs> I, I actually I actually I believe listening that to her voice. So it, it was like uh, she she sounds a little chirpy. That's all. <laughs> I ha- I have to tell you something. Uh-oh. I think that we Uh-oh. need to go back to when um, Paul Ryan was first elected into Congress when he was 29. I have a good feeling that his voice was the same octave as AOC. Well, I mean, he's he's still annoying, even if he's in Congress. I'm just Hello, saying. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my... I don't like my voice, you know. So. That makes two of us. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, not kidding. Kidding. <laughs> I'm the, just the back, I'm the kidding. back part of it is that oh. I do. I actually I do understand what Bob is saying. It is. I mean, it's it not is, like she's Getty Lee or something. To hear a young woman speaking with authority. But it's not like she's Getty Lee. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I, I, I. I'm trying to back sorry, this up. Sorry, Rushman. It yeah. is kind of hard to hear it <clears throat> because I'm a cranky old woman. Wait, what are you? <laughs> I'm confused now. Uh, I, anyway, I, um, <laughs> I think we're involved in a domestic here, Ken, and we shouldn't no, be here. We're not. But we're like not I said, I'll, uh, I, I gave Rain the floor. Yeah. Now Rain will give Bob the floor with a sleeping bag. <laughs> yes. So he'll see the floor. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna see the floor with. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Paul Ryan sounded the same when he was. Hurry. Oh, Paul Ryan always sounds Congress. annoying. You remember uh, Eric? Uh, oh God, what was he? Eric uh, Cantor. Oh my. God, you want an annoying oh. voice? Oh, sweet Jesus! Um, but anyway, let's let's get back to this because I have uh, our closing clip. And shit, Joe, I got these clips for you, and we're gonna have to save uh, the Sarah uh, Kenzier because we haven't even broached the topic tonight. Oh, we can do that Tuesday. I'm yeah, sure. we'll do we'll do. I'll By save Tuesday, those for she'll Tuesday. She'll be even more relevant. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure because uh, we haven't even talked about uh, Paul Manafort. But these clips are evergreens. They are evergreens because it's about shit that should have happened 10, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago with Manafort. Paul Manafort should never have been born. (laughs) I'm telling you what. Our culture of death should have gotten to him with our time machine. Um, uh, We should have sent him straight to Margaret Sanger. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks. Uh, <laughs> Stanger with the hanger. <laughs> Stanger with the hanger. <laughs> wow, that is oh. dark. That is. Funny. It was dark. It was. <laughs> yeah. Well. Hello, darkness, was- my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do? All That's right. What so they call her at CPAC. Oh, oh, they do. Yes, Stanger with the hand. No. Oh, okay. made that up. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Yeah, Joe made that up. All I right. Did. Well, uh, let's go ahead and, and listen. After the whole Cohen hearing was done, uh, Representative Elijah Cummings from the great state of Baltimore 
Um, no, the state of Maryland. Maryland. The great damn state it. of Maryland. Oh, I'm I sorry, suck. Ken. No, no, <laughs> thank you. Don't be sorry. From the great state of Maryland, from Baltimore. Thank the you. The great city of Baltimore. Yeah. Yes. The great city. Absolutely. They give Baltimore gave us John Waters. So yeah, the state of Baltimore, just like the Baltimore gave us Nancy Pelosi. The state of the state of Baltimore, the city. I know. I'm kidding. I was saying. I was setting up another joke. I was going to say the state of Cleveland and the state of Scranton. (laughs) So the city, the city of Baltimore gave us Nancy Pelosi. Let's never forget. And thank you, Denver, city by the bay. All right. But anyway. Uh, oh, let me tell you this real quick. Let me tell you this real quick. Why'd you come? I was on the train. I was on the train uh, coming home the other day. Uh, and this guy stood up from his seat. And literally half of his ass was out of his pants. Oh, that's oh no! Half of his ass, and I looked up, and there was a, there was this uh, younger uh, woman sitting in front of me, and he stood up, you know, because I looked to see if it was my stop because I was playing a game on my phone, that turbo dismount game, and I looked up, and this guy got up out of his seat and was walking right in front of me, and literally, I mean, he was it was like two inches from seeing like like under cheek. You know, oh, <laughs> wow! His whole ass is hanging out, and I went, "Oi!" <laughs> and this, the girl, the 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 woman, the woman in front of me laughed, and she's, and then uh, I said, "What of you?" <laughs> and then after that, I was like, "You know what? If that ever happens again." I'm going to say, I always wanted to see the Grand Canyon, <laughs> but I didn't say it at the time. But anyway, uh, but on a more serious note, Elijah Cummings had a very emotional, emotional uh, uh, closing to the, the Cohen hearing. And this is a long clip. I'm going to play it. It was edited down. I took out a lot of the, the uh, uh, moments of silence here and everything. And I'm sorry we're running so long, but this... For this show, this clip is the last clip that needs to be played. You know, I've sat here and I've listened to all of this, and it's very painful. It's very painful. Um, you um, made a lot of mistakes, Mr. Cohen, and you've admitted that. And, um, you know, one of the saddest parts of this whole thing is that some very innocent people are hurting too. And you acknowledge that. And um, that's your, your family. And. So you come here today, and you, I, 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 deep in my heart, after, I, you know, and when I practice law, I represent a lot of lawyers who got in trouble. And you've come saying I had made my mistakes, but now I want to change my life. Um, and, you know, if we, if, if we um, as a nation, did not give people an opportunity after they made mistakes to change their lives, um, a whole lot of people would not do do very well. I don't know where you go from here. Uh, as I sat here and I listened to both sides, um, I just felt as if, and, and you know, people are use, now using my words that they took from me, that didn't give me any credit. We're better than this. 
We are so much, we really are. As a country, we are so much better than this. And, Mr. Cohen, I tell my children, I say when bad things happen to you, do not ask the question, why did it happen to me? Ask the question, why did it happen for me? I don't know why this is happening for you, but it is my hope that a small part of it is for our country to be better. If I hear you correctly, it sounds like you're crying out for a new normal, for us getting back to normal. It sounds to me like you want to make sure that our democracy stays intact. When I, the one meeting I had with President Trump, I said to him, the greatest gift that you and I, Mr. President, can give to our children is making sure that we give them a democracy that is intact, a not democracy better than the one that we came upon. And I'm hoping that the things you said today will help us begin to get back there. You know, I mean, come on now. I mean, when you got, according to the Washington Post, our president has made at least 8,718 8, false mis or misleading statements. Wow. That's stunning. That's not what we teach our children. I don't teach mine that. And for whatever reason, you sound like you got caught up in it. You got caught up in it. You got caught up in it. And some kind of way, I hope that you will, I, I know that it's painful going to prison. I know, I know it's got to be painful being called a rat. And let me, let me explain. A lot of people don't know the significance of that, but I live in the inner city of Baltimore, all right? And when you call somebody a rat, that's one of the worst things you can call them because when they go to prison, that means a snitch. I'm just saying. And so the president called you a rat. We're better than that. We really are. And I'm hoping that all of us can get back to this democracy that we want and that we should be passing on our, to our children so that they can do better than what we did. And so you wonder whether people believe you. I don't know. I don't know whether they believe you. But the fact is that you come, you have your head down, and this has got to be one of the hardest things that you could do. Let me tell you the picture that really, really pained me. You were leaving the prison. You were leaving the courthouse. And I guess it's your daughter had a bracelet or something on. Man, that thing, man, that thing hurt me. As a father of two daughters, it hurt me. And I can imagine how it must feel for you. But I'm just saying to you, I want to, first of all, thank you. I know that this has been hard. I know that you face a lot. I know that you are worried about your family. But this is a part of your destiny. And hopefully this portion of your destiny will lead to a better, a better, a better Michael Cohen, a better Donald Trump, a better United States of America, and a better world. And I mean that from the depths of my heart. When we're dancing with the angels, the question will be asked, in 2019, what did we do to make sure we kept our democracy intact? Did we stand on the sidelines and say nothing? Did we play games? And I'm tired of these statements saying, they come, people come in here and say, oh, oh, this is the first hearing. It is not the first hearing. The first hearing was with regard to prescription drugs. Remember, a little girl, a, a, a lady said there, Miss Wortham, her daughter, died because she could not get $333 a month in insulin. That was our first hearing. 
Second hearing, H.R. 1, voting rights, corruption in government. Come on now, we can do more than one thing. And we have got to get back to normal. With that, this meeting is adjourned. And when Elijah Cohen was, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Elijah um, Cummings, <laughs> Elijah <laughs> Cohen, uh, that's a mashup there. Uh, Elijah Cummings was talking about Michael Cohen's daughter uh, with uh, uh, braces. He, uh, she, I'm not sure what her medical condition or malady is, but he has an older daughter, probably in her 20s. Uh, who was uh, walking with him out of the courthouse, and she has, like, uh, uh, typically what you wouldn't call a crutch, but, you know, uh, a brace where, you know, someone walks with, like, the aluminum brace, you know, for, for their arm. So, uh, you know, kind of like the hybrid between a, a cane and a crutch. So that's what he meant, not braces on her teeth. Just so everybody knows, but um, that was powerful. That was really powerful stuff. And you know what? We are better than this. Hat tip, Elijah Cummings. Um, but unfortunately, Michael Cohen played into a situation that ran counter to what our nation truly is. He, he, he worked for a man who was unscrupulous. He changed his party affiliation to work for this unscrupulous man and his all the people who fell in line for him. And this is where we are. So I, I appreciate what Elijah Cummings is saying. And in spirit, yes, our nation is better than this. But not at the moment. Not at the moment. Because I won't give a, a, a no quarter, Rain. I will give no quarter to Trump cultists. I will, uh, I'll give no quarter to anybody who will toe the line and say, oh, he's great. You know, look, he already disarmed North Korea. But, oh, well, no, he walked away. Because, you know, I mean, there's so, it's so rife with lies in deception, in just utter, like, otherworldly nonsense that I can't possibly say that our country is better than this until some of these cultists start to peel off and uh, embrace reality. Because there's still too much of this. Right? I'm 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 here and I'm thinking and absorbing what you said and um, if okay God what you do you want a minute do you want you want me to uh, throw it to somebody else real quick yeah you guys can I, I oh bobber I'm, bobber I'm uh, pretty uh, emotional I am too I am too but uh, bobber you you want to say something. Um, Regarding any of what I said or Elijah Cummings or the state of our nation. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for narrowing that down for me. <laughs> I gave you three things. 
Um, Let's talk about beer. No, um, I, yeah. Elijah Cummings. I, I think he's he's poised to be the, the next true leader of uh, of the Democrats in, in the in the House. <clears throat> I mean, I know Nancy Pelosi is is the, is the speaker, but I think he's the uh, the soul of, of of the Democratic Party. Yeah, in the House. <clears throat> and I'm just curious, does that video have like some of the the pauses clipped out of it? Like, it, lo- like it, it oh, it has like three minutes of pauses clipped out of it. Okay, because yeah, I, I remember that it was about eight minutes long for the whole thing, and it it and he had a lot of you know somewhat dramatic pauses in there. So <clears throat> yeah, that's why I asked. Um, but yeah, I. I when I heard that at first, I was I wasn't really watching it. I was sort of in the other room, and I heard it. And I, it's like I had to just I had to stop what I was doing and stand up and go in and into the room and and just watch the end of it. It was just incredible. And uh, yeah, I, I say kudos to him for for just laying it down there, and 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 all those petty Republicans trying to turn it into a circus to discredit Cohen mm-hmm. for their own personal protection <clears throat> screw them they he just made them all look like the the partisan hacks that they are yeah joe you know i i'm struck at how many times we talk about and people like elijah cummings talk about what's not normal anymore and how far we've strayed from our democracy but how many we never say who caused this yeah you know this is one man who saw an opportunity to stir up racist and homophobic and and misogynistic and xenophobic emotions in a population and exploited that for his own personal gain this is all Mm -hmm. about profit it's just a business to him. Yeah. It was a big infomercial to him. Everybody will love me, and maybe I'll make money along the way. Yeah, this is just one big infomercial. And, and, he, and he doesn't care about anything. Not even of his family. He's made, I mean, his, his children are liars. He's a liar. His staff are, 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 are liars. They're paid liars. I mean, yeah. even Kellyanne Conway's husband can't stand them. Yeah. I mean, what does that say when when the when the president's counselor's husband, who is a noted Washington attorney, I mean, he's no lightweight. I mean, he's a conservative, and I don't agree with anything <clears throat> he says. But yeah. he's not a lightweight attorney; he's a heavyweight. Well, what does when it he say? can't stand the guy? Hey, what, what does, does it that say when? What does it say? It says he eats fish sticks a lot. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and he puts them in the microwave all by himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, and I'm sorry, and Joe. And he's very familiar with he's very very familiar with the couch. Oh yeah. <clears throat> or, was, hotel, or a hotel. I was just thinking of a specific South Park episode. Do you like fish sticks? Do you like do you like to put fish sticks in your mouth? What are you, a gay fish? <laughs> 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 I never heard that. So and that was a first. <laughs> but that's that's what I think. I th- I think you know, I blame I blame 
Donald Trump. I blame the people that that support Donald Trump. That thirty percent. Oh, the GOP who cared. rolled over for him. They care nothing more than I, I'm talking about the the people that voted for him. Not even yeah, the, yeah. the GOP. Okay. They're just, All right. They're just they're just afraid of the people that voted for him. That's all. They don't want yeah. to be primaried. You know, I mean, those people, the hateful people. You know, I said this on election day. Some of my friend, my liberal friends, fought me on this. Oh no, no, his everybody's not not a racist to vote for. Yes, they are. Every oh, one yeah. of them is a racist. If you're complicit in racism, you're a racist. That's yeah. all this is. This is mm-hmm. all about race. This is all about the brown people becoming the majority in this country. The birther king. Tap- the birther yes, king. Yes, that's all this is. Because mm-hmm. he even hurt them. They're filing their t- taxes now, and they're finding out that they got screwed by the tax bill, right? And they mm-hmm. still love them. And they all those white lied, huh? All those white they dudes are losing their food the stamps too. Yeah, they, yeah. Oh no, he didn't yeah. lie about the. When did they ever say that? Me- when did he ever say that we wouldn't pay for the Mexico uh, the the wall first and Mexico would reimburse us? When did he ever not say that or whatever? I mean, the defense of this is is got it gotten so fucking surreal. It's not even funny. Honestly, I, I swear that that they all should have chiropractors living with them because they're twisted up so much in oh, pretzels yeah. trying to explain this guy's lies, obvious lies. Yeah, yeah. You know. All right. Well, we're 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 thirty minutes over. Rain. Uh, do you have a parting shot? You ready to go? My parting shot is go listen to Elijah Cummings' entire statement, and um, yeah, he's basically saying we're better than this. We are better than Trump. He didn't use the word Trump, but he's saying we're better than this. That's my yeah. shot. All right. Very good. And uh, all right, everybody, uh, uh, thank you for sticking with us uh, for going so long here. Uh, tomorrow, Mike Check Radio, the Game of Thrones uh, three-hour special. So excited about this. Joe's going to join us in hour three. We're going to have a lot of fun do, doing some recaps, some predictions, some wish lists, and favorite battles and all that stuff. And... Um, yeah, that's all we got for right now. Uh, Mike Check Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern every Saturday. Turn up the night. We'll be back on Tuesday. And uh, I'll save our leftovers. I'll put them in a doggy bag. Nighty night. <laughs> Good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Says who?